What's up, y'all? Welcome to the ninth episode of The Raincast. I'm here with my dear friend, Nova Kemi, rock star, rapper, Hello. model. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? doing? Feel me? And we, we live here, feel me? Beautiful, uh, what day is it today? Today's, I think, let me check out. <laughs> Today's December 22nd, three days before Christmas. Three days before, happy holidays, y'all. If y'all, you know what I mean, with y'all family, enjoy that shit, God damn it. No but, cap. Yo, recently, one of the biggest movies dropped. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. And I watched it that when it came fire. out. Fire. So fire. I'm going to ask you, what was your favorite part? Um, What's my favorite part of Spider-Man? Awesome shit. Yeah. The scene, the ending scene where he was really beating the shit out of Green Goblin. That's yeah. what, that was my shit because I'm just there like, I'm just there like, yo, he could really, like, he could really do this nigga in right now. Yeah, and I wasn't was fucking that nigga up. Bro, bro, he was fucking that nigga up, bro. And it is, this nigga, oh, spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, my spoiler bad. Spoiler alert. This nigga <laughs> comes out of nowhere and is just, like, stopping him. And I'm just like, yo, so what did you stopping him for? Yeah, like, nigga, cop blocking. But I feel like, blocking it, I feel like it was because, like, you know. Remember when, um, when Spider-Man, or oh, he didn't, and he involuntarily killed him by jumping over the fucking thing and it killed mm -hmm. him and Spider-Man... Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah I, I think he didn't want that to happen. So he said, you know, um, uh, Peter, look, look, look. And the nigga just fucking impaled him. Be like, that shit yo, was crazy. The, like, yo, that shit was hilarious. So what, what was the saddest scene, in your opinion? Uh, Definitely, and again, spoilers, Aunt May dying. I mean, oh, like, man. I kind of knew it was going to happen because, like, I read the comics. So, yeah. like, she dies in the yeah. comics. Like, that happens. Uh -huh. But then, like, I didn't think they were actually going to kill her off in the movie. And then literally the same day as I'm going to watch the movie on Facebook, mm -hmm. I use Facebook by the way. Niggas still be using Facebook out here. Niggas in Brooklyn, yo, bro. <laughs> Niggas come in on. Brooklyn still be using Facebook. It's a I'm fucking that culture. Yeah. But yeah, so I was on Facebook and scrolling down through my timeline, my news feed. Mm -hmm. First thing I see is a nigga post talking about some Aunt May dies. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas? Why like, when niggas spoil shit like that? What do you like gain? That, yeah, like, I, I hate when niggas spoil shit, especially on Facebook. Like, yo, literally an hour before I went to go see the movie, I seen a post on Facebook of, of all three Spider-Mans, like, posed up and shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I'm waiting to go see this <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> like, why would I mean, niggas... okay, like, that, you can't really count that as a spoiler, because niggas know all yeah, three yeah. of them was going to be in the movie. But I kind of didn't want to see that yeah, prior shit, to the fact, for me. But the best scene, in my opinion, was when they all were swinging. Like... When they were like jumping, go say, okay, let's make let's make a plan, let's make a plan, y'all. Oh yeah, that shit was yeah, fire. Yeah, motherfucker, was crazy. That, that shit was, was that active. shit was dope as a nah, motherfucker. I highly suggest going to see that movie. Yeah, I went to go with um, mm -hmm. ooh, I was about to snitch on myself for a second. Oh shit! <laughs> oh like, let me let, let me see what they're going to say, son. Subcriminalization.com. Yo. Yo, never mind. I plead the fifth on the comment <laughs> I was about to make. I'm fucking dead. Yeah, so you went with someone. Yeah, I went with it. somebody to go see that movie. Uh -huh. um, definitely lied to somebody and told them that I went by myself. But <laughs> I went to go see that movie with uh -huh. um, this one of my friends. It was pretty valid, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I had fun. It was a calm, little, little friendly date. Calm, little friendly vibe, you uh -huh. know. Like, she was calm. She was valid. No fingering taking place? Oh, hell no, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm a true believer. Honestly, bro, I don't even go on movie dates anymore. Uh -huh. Just because... Respectfully, yeah. If I'm watching Spider Man No Way Home, mind you, I'm watching this shit yes, for the first nigga. time, and Shorty like... even reached to touch me. I'm making her <laughs> shit, bro. Like, off rip, like, off <laughs> principle. Make, like, what the fuck is you doing? 
Like, don't touch me. That's a fact, boy. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to watch the fucking movie. This is my childhood right here. You Word. It's my childhood. It's I don't not like no... niggas went to the fucking movie theaters and we watching, like, yeah. fucking Ted when it first came out yeah, or some facts, shit, like... bro. Like, then niggas could get active in the movie because yeah. clearly we know we're not watching this that shit. Ass. But it's Spider-Man, bro. You touch me, I'm minking you. I'm yeah, sorry. Facts, like, I don't need no questions. Like, yo, who that? Who that? Who that? I'm like... Watch alone. the fucking movie, son. My <laughs> nah, eyes but it was that valid though. Shorty was like, she was just like chilling like the whole time. Like, yeah. we was like doing having like you know small interactions throughout the movie mm-hmm. over the because that movie was funny as fuck. Yeah, by facts. The way. Like you seen the problem when um Jimmy Fox was like, y'all don't see on butt ass nigga right here. When nah, he- that shit had me <laughs> crying. That nigga, bro. Yo, I don't know why, but Jimmy Fox top tier comedian for that's real. A fact. Like niggas need to put some respect on his name because that nigga's a, a top tier comedian. That's a fact. What was your craziest movie did experience? Craziest movie dating for ooh, ooh, that's a good question. Juicy. That's a good question. Um, all right, so this was when I was in high school. Mm. Um, yeah, this was high school, I think junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Went on, took this one girl that I met off again, Facebook. Oh, man. Facebook is a reoccurring theme. That's in New where York it all City. starts, B. I'm telling you. <laughs> that's where that's it all fucking, starts. That's a dating app, my Niggas guy. meet most of their first bad bitches on Facebook. I ain't gonna front, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Bro, so took this shorty on a date uh-huh. to the movies. I don't even remember what movie we watched. And, like, now we in the movie. I picked mm-hmm. the movie that I specifically knew I did not want to watch mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay. We going on this date to get active in this movie video mm-hmm. or spin out from this movie and get active in the bathroom. That's a fact. I'm like, I bet. So we watching the movie. Shorty start making a first move. I wasn't even doing nothing yet. I'm like, oh, Wait, Shorty's but question. Bugging. How far into the movie were you? Like, how far? Nigga, we was like 10 minutes into the movie. Ten, she's a like, savage. Like, bro, the commercials ended. Uh-huh. And, like, you hear the, you see the fucking, like, the, um, the, like, Fox shit. Yeah. Like, the Century. The and yeah, shit. all that shit. Seven oh, minutes right. after that, uh-huh. she was getting busy. I was like, oh, yo, my yo, God. Yo, I should be moving like this. She fucking touching oh on me, God. feeling my pants, like trying to unbuckle my shit. I'm like, whoa. What the fuck? Relax. Shorty, you stripping <laughs> bro, me like a whore, bro. She ain't even start yet. <laughs> bro, I felt like a tree. I was there like, yo, unhand me. Like, what the fuck? Unhand me. God damn it. Bro, Respectfully, you're supposed to wait about 20 minutes into the movie before I see you it. start getting busy. Until you until you figure out the plot of the movie. Facts. You've already done finished the snacks. Yeah. The drink's done. Yeah. Now we like, all right, we're not really watching this movie. Like, come Should on. you got crumbs on your hands trying to touch you. OD, you bro. Like, cr- yeah, popcorn crumbs and shit. Kernels <laughs> in the mouth. the, like, decency to grab a wet wipe or some <laughs> shit. Wipe her hands, bro. I'm like, yo, hand me. Nah, but I feel like that was that before Netflix and chill. Like, it was cinema. I see some shit on Facebook. Cinema in and fingering or some shit like that. It was like before Netflix and chill, niggas go to the movie nah, theater, go niggas to the go back, to the movie get, get situated. Active. Get situated. Bro, that used to be the vibe. Now what? it's like niggas be in the crib. This is also the reason why I don't get busy in movie theaters anymore. Because wow. it's like, like okay, mm-hmm. the tickets to go see Spider Man was fifty beans. Mm-hmm. That shit cost me fifty dollars mm-hmm. for both me and her tickets. God damn. Right. You're I'm not. Woman? Would you go, nigga? Huh? Where'd you go? I oh, met? we went to um, oh. we went to Regal. I got I got RPX tickets oh. at the Regal on Delancey, so it was like, oh. ah, like downtown. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. facts are facts. But facts. I don't mind because it's like it's like fuck it. Like mm. I want to go see this movie and I want to see this movie in high quality. Yeah. And I invited her, so all for it, I have to pay for her. Yeah, ticket yeah, yeah. I understand. I, her. I understand. So we go. Oh wait, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, why niggas like Netflix and chill now, and I don't go to the movies that often? Because mm-hmm. it's like. I'm not going to the movies unless I really, really, really want to see a movie. Mm-hmm. And if I really, really want to see a movie, I'm not going to genu- 
generally go on a date to go see it because it's like okay i don't want to be touched i don't yeah. want to like i don't want to conversate i want to watch this movie and have fun especially with spider-man or like avengers or some shit like, <laughs> you got to be really like like OD, glued to the like, screen niggas is here glued to the screen like i spent mm. two and a half hours watching that movie mm. and did not even attempt to touch shorty just because it's like <laughs> As I'm, I'm not be. looking for that like i'm here to enjoy this I mean, movie and i brought you along because i knew you was going to enjoy this movie too was it packed though the movie did or not Nah, we actually got a good showing. We went at like wow. we went late at night because she had some shit to do that day. Mm -hmm. I was busy as fuck planning mm -hmm. like events and shit. Mm -hmm. Can't talk too much, but mm -hmm. like, yeah. So I was just having a busy day. She had a kind of busy day. So I was just like, yo, let's go spin to the movies like mm -hmm. tonight. And then we just just bought tickets for me and her, and we went. Yeah, I went at, at eleven o'clock. And bro, when I sat down, two rows in front of me, I seen a baby. Like, uh, oh, hell no, nah. I would have punted that. I was about to, I would have punted that. Nigga. I would have been like, yo, take that, take your cum pet, yo. and get the fuck up out of <laughs> here, bro. Cum pet, <laughs> yeah, bro, that's I'm my nickname that. for kids. That's I'm my nickname that. for kids, bro. Cum kids pet. are just keeping cum as a pet. That's literally it. That's literally it. Like, it's just keeping cum as a pet, like a chia pet, but it grows, yeah, bro. Wow, <laughs> yo, like, I'm anti children, by the way. Until I have my own, at least. I'm anti-kids. I don't fuck with kids. Nah, nigga said come Kids pet, fuck bro, with me, but crazy. I don't fuck with kids. Like, that's crazy. I've never found a kid who didn't get along with me, but kids be pissing me off. So it's like I can't hang around So you feel like so other, people, other people's kids annoy you? Yeah, type shit. But, but then the kids own. always get along with me. Like, it's like... Like, all of my friends who have kids, I hang out with their kids. Their kids love me. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, Uncle Nova, da 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 And like, oh, my God. I be buying them shit, fucking taking them places, all mm -hmm. that shit. I took one of my friend's kids to um Six Flags once. I was just babysitting. I was like, yo, you want to go to Six Flags? And I took my daughter you? to Six Flags. Oh, how old is she? Um, her daughter's like a six, seven. I can't trust my six, kids seven. I fuck around, go to the bathroom, nigga, and I need to... Yeah, that nigga's what gone! Oh, shit. Nah, it's like, my friends normally trust me with their kids, so it's not too bad. It's just like... That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good thing to have, though. Like, yeah, people bro. trust you with their kids, my nigga. Mm -hmm. That's something that you... Like, nah, like I hold a lot respect. of pride in that shit. Yeah. Because it's like, as much as I do say I hate kids, though, mm -hmm. I do want kids. Like, mm -hmm. I want four of my own. Mm -hmm. So it's like getting practice well, with my friends' kids. Girls. Now I want two girls and two boys. Mm -hmm. I want, like, I want my daughter first, though. Because, like, I know my daughter is going to be, my daughters are going to be my favorite kids. Mm -hmm. Like, Why? I've always wanted a daughter. Like, I've always wanted a daughter. Just to like, chill? Just to, like, like. Yeah, I've just always, like, oh, my God, that's going to be my little princess. Like, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh. Like, she will get everything she fucking wants. Like, she's going to be like, Daddy, can you get me, like, a Lamborghini? I'm like, sure. Whatever. All right, boom. So, like, what if. I'm going to be that type of dad. What if one day, right, she come from school, God forbid, though, I'm saying. She's like. This boy is, is, is bullying me. Oh, I'm, I'm shooting that nigga. Oh, I'm shooting shit. that nigga off rip. I'm shooting that nigga off rip. <laughs> you can get like, fucking arrested, what? nigga. God damn it. You don't I care? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, me personally, but mm, no, the, mess with my daughter. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. This fifth not, grade, this not high school. kick that little nigga. Kick the little nigga? kick that little nigga. Arrested. Nah, actually, matter of fact, no. I'm not going to fight him. I'm going to fight his father. I'm going to fight his father. I'm going to be like, talk to your son. What if nigga like six six? Five two fifty. That's the muscular. That's fuck. not even the biggest person I fought and beat. What's the big yo, bro? I'm not gonna fight. <laughs> yo. I seen your fight videos. These are fuck niggas up, bro. What the bro, fuck? I used to get active. Bro, what was your craziest no fight in your opinion? You craziest like, fight like, I've ever yeah. been in. I had to fight three niggas at the same time. Fuck you, Spider Man. I had to fight three niggas at the same Dead time. Ass nigga? What the fuck, bro? This was high school. You could actually, you could quote, you could. I got a. I probably got a video. That I could what probably happened? send to you and set, show you that shit. What so we was in Chinatown. I used to go to high school in Chinatown. Mm -hmm. um, it was uh, one of my friends, my homegirl. She called me up. She was like, yo, these niggas is messing with us. 
da 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 like mad shit is going on. So I'm like, where y'all at? She like, oh, we at the park in Chinatown. There's like one of these, it's like this really long park in Chinatown. That's like right. It cuts right down. I know what I'm talking about. It got like the red, the red cobblestone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we there. I get there. You know, it's me and four of her homies who pulled up. Wait, all boys or um, yeah, all niggas, all niggas. And then it was another set of five niggas um, that was trying to like fight us. Right. That's crazy. So it's basically a five on five. How I ended up fighting three niggas is because. When everything started happening and so niggas started finally five. throwing punches and uh-huh. shit, the four people I was with ended up fighting only two of their peoples because three of their peoples immediately ran at me. Wow. Like, they saw me and it was like, oh, yeah, we all want to fight this what nigga. The fuck? So I'm I'm literally here scrapping with all them niggas, bro. I fucked all three of them niggas up. Did I? All three. All three. <laughs> bro, I think I gave two of them black th- black eyes and knocked out one of their teeth. God damn, man. Bro, the nigga whose tooth I knocked out, he came back mm-hmm. to, like, get a one-on-one with me, which mm-hmm. I don't know why yeah. you would think that, yeah. to, like, get a one-on-one with me after I just beat your ass with yeah. two of your homies. I fuck him I up think, again. I think it's a pride thing, though. Bro, it's a pride thing, because yeah. it's like... I'm not, like, I like to fight. I'm not going to lie. I like to fight. But I like to fight for the right reason. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I'm beating your ass, mm-hmm. I'm beating your ass for a good reason. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't like to, like, you know, do that shit too often. Because then it creates a bad image for me. And I, I don't want that. I understand. So me and him fight again. I beat his ass again. And then one of my homies pulled up and he barking on me. Because, like, that nigga was, like, a big homie in Chinatown. So it's like, he was like, yo, Chinese? what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm fighting fuck? mad Asian niggas right now. By the way, I'm fighting mad. It's it's fucking me against three like, Jackie Asian Chans, fucking bro. mafia. Like, I was like, bro, what the fuck am I doing, bro? Niggas fighting the Asian mafia in this bitch. God nah, damn, dead ass, bro. Because it's like scared, it's like nah, I was, I was, I was, yeah. I type was because shit could have went so different. Chinese or like... Nah, nah, because I went to school in Chinatown, okay, so it's okay. like I'm around Asian people all day. Okay, but I also understand. understand that like gang culture for them mm-hmm. is different. How, like, explain it to me. Like, okay, like, you see how, like, niggas in the hood, we get active, niggas start shooting, niggas doing all that shit. Yeah. In Chinatown, it's not exactly the same. Like, how's it like? Like, niggas over there, they get active, they start fighting, but niggas start stabbing. Oh. So it's like, you could get stabbed. And that's what he was blacking on me on. Because he was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like you don't know these niggas. You're fighting, and mind you now, this is his area. Mm-hmm. So he knows what's going on in the city. Like, mm-hmm. his peoples is there watching from the background. So they already see me fighting. They know me mm-hmm. through him. Yeah. So it's like, they're like, yo, your man's is here fighting mad niggas. God and damn. he pulled up, started barking on me, yelling at me like, my nigga, like, you don't know who he was fighting right now. You could have been fighting my peoples. Yeah. Ended up getting stabbed by my peoples and wow. I couldn't have done nothing about that. You seen that. the Warriors before? Um, That's the niggas with the fucking leather jacket. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of that shit. part of it. That shit reminded me of the fucking Warriors. You just watch nah, that shit, Type B. shit, type shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like the culture over there is just so different. That's also part of the reason why, like, me personally, I'm heavily involved with, like, a lot of my friends are Asian just mm-hmm. because Chinatown. Like, literally, like, I spent You're four years of my there. life in Chinatown. So yeah. it was like most of my friends are Asian. A lot of the culture that I had to, like, grow up with when I was in high school is Asian culture. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like very embedded in me as a person. So how was that experience though? Like growing up, um, and going going to high, wait, high, wait, high school you went to? Uh, Urban Assembly Maker Academy. It's in uh, okay. Barry Bertram campus. How was that experience like growing up? I mean, yeah, going to high school and like <laughs> noticing the difference in, in culture. With no, it was fire. It was fire. Like inside the school, right? We were heavily like mixed. Speak more into the. Speak, speak, yeah. Oh yeah. 
So, like, inside the school itself, we were heavily mixed, where mm -hmm. you had, like, black people, white people, Asian people, Hispanic people, mm -hmm. some Jews, like, some fucking everything. Yeah. But then when you step outside of the school, you go three blocks over, there's on one side, like, on this side, it's the hood. Mm -hmm. So then it's mad, like, black and Hispanic people. Mm -hmm. You literally cross the street, it's bare Asian people. That's crazy. So, like, it's, like, the that mix of culture mm -hmm. really hits, like, in a different type of way. Like, it's, like... My my high school experience was definitely one for the books. Like it's like you don't really get to experience that much culture in like so it was a, it was a culture moment. shock then. Yeah, type shit. Going from middle school like, to, to to high school was like wow. Yeah, it was so it was so like just peculiar would really be the best word to describe that because mm. it's like you go to Chinatown, the food there is like you're literally submerging yourself in just bare Asian culture. Like mm. it's just food all the friends you're making the activities you're doing everything you're doing mm -hmm. like i got to see someone lion dance for the first time the fuck is that yeah it's like the shit with like the big ass costumes and i respect them so much Wait, by the way what do you mean like, like you see like you know like during the new year's festival oh when you have like that thing that, and like it's like a form of dragon and shit yeah wow bro and like i respect that so much wow. because what a lot of people don't know is the amount of like body control and like effort that shit takes like so they have certain stances right mm -hmm. they have like the horse stance um a whole bunch of different stances that mm -hmm. you have to do to help you move the costume right mm -hmm. mind you those costumes are heavy how do you hold it though which like it's not um i'm pretty sure they hold it with their hands i'm not too sure so mm -hmm. don't quote me on that but i do remember like them teaching me like one of my friends he taught me one of the stances right and like we're sitting there and i'm doing the stance it was one of the most demanding things I've ever done with mm. my body. It felt like a workout. Yeah, it's like, okay. it's a very hard workout. It's like, and they like, they give their lives to that shit. Like, they really like give it their all. Like, the same way that like, and like, like the way that we be treating basketball and yeah. shit, they treat basketball too, but like that shit is like really deep in their culture. It's a culture, you know, it's, it's, like, a, it's a culture thing. Yeah, like... they have like thousands of years experiencing that culture. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to them. Even the way that they deal with like, the clubs mm -hmm. for like um the lion dancing for like all of that shit is like very like tight knit because that's their culture. Like, is that like a is that a class in in school in your, in your high school or mm -mm. no? That was something I had to find out about from like me experiencing life in oh. Chinatown. So it's like it wasn't directly connected to my school, mm -hmm. but like life in Chinatown itself brought opened my eyes to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like there's definitely a lot more aspects of like Asian culture. Um, New York City culture that I got to experience from being in Chinatown so mm -hmm. often, which not only makes me like respect New York City more, mm -hmm. but like Asian people in general, like mm -hmm. their deeply rooted cultural ties is mm -hmm. like something that like I bring into my own life with my own culture where mm -hmm. it's like me watching how much they're involved and in love with their culture yeah. made me love my own culture. Yeah, even more. that's a fact. That's a yeah. fact. Because a lot of a lot of people people say that Americans don't have culture. Mm -hmm. But I feel like our culture derives from our parents in a sense too. Yeah, like, type shit. Like type shit. Jamaican descent. Yeah, I'm descent. first generation. Yeah. You see, so it's like okay, we have some some qualities from our parents' culture. We implement that into our own culture. Would you say America has a culture to the point where it's besides like besides rap? Because I feel like rap is American culture. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like America has a culture besides you know fashion and and, and rap? Yeah, definitely. We have, like, there's so many... America's the culture of, like, I'd like to call it innovation. Mm. 
where it's like America is best at taking things from other cultures, from other cultures mm. and making it our own, mm. which is like like the idea of cultural appropriation mm -hmm. isn't exactly something that I agree with mm. because it's like cultural appropriation, like what we call cultural appropriation and what it is in my eyes. Yeah. Are two very different things. How? Like, okay, you have, like, cultural... My idea of cultural appropriation is taking someone's culture, mm -hmm. stealing it, mm -hmm. claiming it as your own, and then not crediting that person for mm -hmm. it. A lot of people consider cultural appropriation just seeing, like, anyone who's not black wearing braids. I would just think of that, like, a white girl wearing braids. You yeah, it's like... That? I wouldn't, I don't, actually, I generally don't care who wears braids. Mm -hmm. I generally don't care. As long as you understand that, like, where, where, it, comes where it comes from, yeah. then that's fine. Like, yeah. do whatever you want. Like, the like black culture, we are literally the, bl the blueprint for a lot of things mm -hmm. as black people. That's a fact. So that's it's like, fact. the idea that we want to, like, now, I understand that a lot of black people struggled with the fact that it's, like, we got our culture stolen from us. We had to suffer through slavery for 400 yeah. years. Yeah. We're still suffering <clears throat> to this day. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it's like, we have to understand that as the blueprint, mm -hmm. we have to share. Yeah. Like, we have to share. Like, it's like braids, our music, a large parts of our culture. Like, we have to share these things because these is how these things grow. Like, But I, I would agree with that. But I would say that people, uh, more specifically white people, they take advantage of our culture. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. for example, in the music industry, mm -hmm. a lot, there's a lot of executives that that profit off of black murder. Yeah. About rappers killing and blah, 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 and they turn it into profit. Oh, yeah, definitely. And shit like that. Definitely. But, it's like the large, like, the large um explosion of drill music that's going on. And it's the same reason why I personally stay away from drill music. Why, though? Like, I've only made one drill music, drill song in my whole entire career, and it's for the specific reason of... Drill music, it mm. can be a beautiful thing. It can. Because drill music is like, I guess, the continuation of how the older generation older generation sort of like spoke about their experiences. Yeah, the hardships growing up in America and yeah. the ghetto and shit like that. Because mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a, form of, of, a form of poetry and expressing, okay, yeah. I grew up in this area, gun violence, drugs, all that stuff, and I'm telling you my life, and I'm not sugarcoating it. I'm keeping it's it like, a buck. People who make drill music are like rock stars in yeah. hip hop. Like they're hip hop rock stars. Yeah. Because it's like they're talking about the shit that they have to go through. And people don't understand that like when you're in a situation where you're constantly around guns, drugs, all that shit, mm -hmm. it's like you have to adapt and almost force yourself to enjoy what you're being put through. And mm -hmm. it's like that's how like drill music works, where it's like these niggas don't want to be selling drugs, fucking shooting niggas, doing all that shit. I mean, but some people do, honestly. Some people do. Some people some do. People I don't do. get it. I don't get we it. Probably, we probably both know some niggas who dead ass just like, nah, that's just, that's that nigga's a killer. Yeah. That nigga's just a killer. <laughs> but like, a lot of these niggas don't, like, they're products of their environment. Yeah, and sadly. as such, they have to like, their brain automatically convinces them like, nah, you enjoy this lifestyle. It's kind and of forced. Like, it's about it's what you rap. see. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Rap about this lifestyle, saying that you enjoy this lifestyle because that's what you have to do to like keep your mental peace. Because mm -hmm. it's like your brain is a very strong tool. Like mm -hmm. it's like it adapts you to certain situations to make sure that you don't, you know, lose your fucking mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
That's crazy. I feel like sometimes people want to look up to their bros and like, like you constantly worry about what your bro got to say. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, bro, you not you not fly enough. You gotta you not you not really putting on for the set like that. You are not really doing that. Yeah. And it kind of puts you in a stag in a stagnant mind state because you want to get out this environment. You feel like it's kind of holding you down. You feel like doing all of this shit is kind of making you stagnant. But you have no other outlet. You have no other way. And I feel like. Us growing up in the same neighborhood, literally the same neighborhood. Yeah, we're two very, 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 very different from our, our, our neighborhood. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like nature versus nurture, and in our case, like nature took over, mm. where it's like we were like raised in this one environment, but it's like our natural nature is basically protecting us from like becoming like everyone else Type in our shit. neighborhood. It's, all, it's it's very hard to very separate hard. yourself. Extremely hard to separate. Like niggas come from East Flatbush. That like, ass be. If you're not from New York City, you don't really know East Flatbush. Mm-hmm. But like East Flatbush is the area where like like it's like Brownsville. It's like East New York where like nineties. Yeah, boom. there's like mad violence here, gun violence all the time. Niggas is selling drugs, selling crack. Niggas probably know a nigga who sells crack. Does one of those things in the corner store. Yeah, yeah. type <laughs> shit. Like so, it's like niggas know this shit, but it's like. In our neighborhood, there's also, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of younger people who really want to experience life and, like, Mm. enjoy creating. That's a fact. Doing what they want to do and experiencing life without having to go through shooting niggas and selling drugs. Like, me, I'm the first person who will tell my niggas, like, yo, what the fuck is you doing, my nigga? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, and they'll be mad at me for it. But they know I genuinely say this shit because I care. Like, I'm not yes. going to sit here and let you fucking destroy perish. yourself and, like, perish. Like, I've I've had a si- I've been in a situation. Mm-hmm. I've been in a situation. I had a homie who was heavily addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, heavily addicted I to drugs. I feel like that's different that's besides, like, besides, like, the, not the even, streets. Not even and... just, like, heavily. He was heavily addicted because he was also selling. So oh. it's like he was getting high off his own Some supply. Product. Yeah. And it's like already niggas is like, bro, you're selling niggas shit that is extremely dangerous to yeah. them. And then you're doing it yourself. It's kind of And no I literally way. told him, I was like, bro, like, and we didn't talk for like three months after I said this. I was like, bro, if you die from like overdosing or like a bad drug deal, I'm not coming to your funeral. And he was mad at me for that. And I'm just like, bro, like. Niggas have, we, me and him knew each other for, and still know each other. We're still friends now. Mm-hmm. We knew, we've known each other for about eight years. Eight years. Eight years. I'm 20 years old. Mm-hmm. So eight years ago is 12 years. I met God, this nigga. Damn. I've known this nigga since elementary school. Jeez. So it's like, I literally know you more than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you better than fucking, like, literally anyone. Like, yeah. there's no one who knows us like we know each other. Yeah, so it's I like, understand. I'm like, bro, like, I'm not gonna sit here and watch you kill yourself yeah. like, i'm just not gonna do that like mm. it's not my bop like i'm not gonna sit here and watch you fucking drugged up have to take care of you you think shit. that's how he grew up his environment definitely what? definitely because he grew up in the same environment as me so it's like yeah. i can see that on his face it's like bro like you're you're destroying yourself yeah like like this is not where you belong yeah like and he's a talented ass nigga creative ass nigga like yeah. hopefully Maybe niggas will probably piece this story together when, like, in the future, when y'all just see who I'm around and shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's a talented-ass nigga. Like, mm-hmm. he's a super talented-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. And, like, it wasn't until after we had that conversation and life started really hitting him hard that he, he really realized what was, yeah. like, happening to him. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm not the type of person to sugarcoat shit. Like, 
I like to rip a fucking band-aid off. Like I'm not gonna sit here and baby you. Ooh, I I'm hate like, I hate that shit that hears me like, fucking Yeah, bro. I'm not <laughs> nigga. Like I'm like I'm like bro, like I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit you because bullshitting you is what everybody else is doing. Like yeah. everybody else is sugarcoating. It's so used shit. to it's so used to fakeness. Well not fakeness, but people not are so used fakeness. to sugarcoatingness. It, it is fakeness, because it's like when you're sugarcoating a situation, mm-hmm. you're making it seem like it's not as bad as it actually is. Mm-hmm. And it's like at some point you have to really tell a nigga like, bro. You're killing yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you're killing yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not normal. Like, this yeah. is not okay. Like, my nigga, yeah. you're overdosing on your couch. And I have to be in your crib fucking to, to holding your head up. Yeah, and holding you. a fucking, like, holding some shit in your mouth so you don't bite your own tongue. Like, Seriously, bro? This is not okay. Like, That's this sad. isn't some normal shit. Like, me, I smoke my weed. I do my acid. I'll drink every now and then. But other than that, I ain't doing no more shit than that. Like, Same thing I say, my brother, man. Like, those are the three shits that I'll those just are do. Those three shits I'll do. Anything I'll else? Shrooms oh, shit, every now and then, too. But other than that, shrooms is fire, boy. I don't want to do no more than that. Like, All right, so what, what was the crazy experience you ever had on shrooms or acid? Um, <laughs> That's the safest drug, in my opinion. So it's like, let's get to it, my boy. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I did shrooms with... Uh, hmm, can I talk about this? Can Shit. I talk about this? Because this would get me in a lot of trouble. This would get me in a lot of trouble. All right, give the person nah, a I got name. you. I got you. Um, so I was having a conversation. I got I did shrooms mm-hmm. with my ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to this nigga at the time. Mm-hmm. Who, like, she was friends with. Wait, friends, wait, time out. Y'all was together and she was talking to someone else? Nah, she had this nigga who she was friends mm-hmm. with. We're going we gonna to use oh. heavy quotation marks. Friends. And Fuck these bitches. <laughs> Fuck these bitches. <laughs> Nah, I still fuck with her. I mean, we don't talk anymore now because yeah. she blocked me recently. God, <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah. <laughs> she blocked me on Instagram and I just blocked her on every everywhere else. Everywhere video. else. Email, like, nigga. Yeah, bro. I blocked number, Facebook, fucking Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, TikTok. everything. I blocked her everywhere because I was just like, I'm not doing that Boom shit. Boom o'clock. But yeah, so had a bad, had a trip, tripped with her. Mm-hmm. Um... We were talking while we were both high as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I just brought up the fact that I felt like she was like, you know, playing me mm-hmm. with this nigga. Mm-hmm. And it went on for like most of the trip where I just blacking on her about it. Mm-hmm. And I told her like I felt like she was cheating on me. I was like, you know. What, what did she like, say in her defense? She was like, nah. She was like, nah. Like nothing's going on. There's she was lying the whole time? Um, let's go with, let's go with things can change. Well, I'm not going to say that like she was lying because she told me. She's like, nah, nothing would ever happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, but like, I know that if we break up, mm-hmm. you're going to fuck this nigga. Yeah. I said that. I literally said that to her. Because most girls, to say to that. most girls have a backup when. Yeah, they do. That's yeah, sad. they do. Everyone has a backup. Everyone at. Nah, but sad. I feel like girls have a like better backup plan than, than niggas. Like, yeah. niggas will be like, okay, I got this little side piece, but there's a hundred niggas in your girl's DM right now and she could pick and choose with her eyes closed. She, nah, see, yeah, that's the thing. It's like. So after I said that, we were dating still, dated for a couple more months, broke up. Three weeks after we break up, she fucks a nigga. I was like, ah, I knew that was happening. But I already knew that was going to happen. I already knew that was going to happen. How, but how did it make you feel, though, honestly? Uh, I was... You was tight? Nah, I was disappointed. Disappointed. I was disappointed. Her, or... Nah, I was just like... I was disappointed in myself, mostly, because it's like... I'm very good at reading people. It's how I like every single time I've ever been cheated on. I knew I was gonna get cheated yeah, but you on read, but, but you kind of read her during the trip though. You read her. You was like, okay, maybe she's not. Maybe this guy is not her friend. Nah, no, 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 no. Okay, we actually happened? had conversations about, about that it? nigga before that trip. It's oh. just that up to that trip, there were things that were like, 
like I'm not gonna put her business out there because I don't wanna like you know yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't wanna OD but yeah. if I tell y'all exactly like what I saw that triggered that y'all'd be like bitches ain't shit but mm. it's like it's just like a multitude of things and it's like I don't jack that she cheated on me because mm-hmm. she didn't like I mean like we could argue the point of her emotionally cheating on me mm-hmm. but even then I don't even jack that anymore she didn't physically like, yeah okay like. She did, like, exactly what is expected of her. Mm. But that's what made me feel disappointed because mm. I never expected her. Mm. I didn't expect for her to be... That type of person. Yeah, the regular. like The regular like, girl. I like, didn't date her because I thought, like, she thinks like a regular person. I dated her because I thought she was different. Mm-hmm. Just for her to show me that she's she the same. in fact the same. Juice World. All girls are the same. <laughs> All <laughs> girls are indeed the same. That's crazy, my brother, man. But, um, yo... Everyone that's watching right now know that this man's a rock star. And um, tell me, like, your favorite show, like, the show that you performed that, that you felt like you was, like... Did in this, it? In yeah. the zone? Yeah, in the Definitely zone. Hell on Earth. Hell on Definitely Earth? Hell on Earth. Which that one was, was that? That was July 7th of this year. I did that show with uh, Dominic Alexander. I was there. Yeah, that yes. show was active. Yes, was bro. Niggas in the um, mosh pit, yo, bro. That's, that show is really historical for my Why? personal career. Why? Because that was my first time opening, mm-hmm. and I was, like, to date my biggest crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just, like... I was, oh my gosh, that yeah, opportunity. Bro. And I'm so thankful for like my fans mm-hmm. who really like put in the effort to vote me into that show. Mm-hmm. Like they were heavy on it. Like mm-hmm. I was like, Dominic posted like, oh, and now Dominic's a really fair person because me and Dominic are friends. Mm-hmm. But like, he's like, he's like, he's not going to give you an opportunity just because y'all are friends. Like you have to you earn gotta that really shit. prove it. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So it's like the way that he did it, he was having people voted into the show. So it's like, based on how many of your fans co- tagged you in the comments. Oh, I posted like that. that shit, and I was like, all of my fans tagged me. Mm-hmm. Bro, they went crazy. Like, they were just going crazy. I just, my phone was blowing up. I was As getting, they like, should. every time I opened the app, it was like 10, 20 new tags. I'm like, oh, As they shit. Should. Boom. He hits me up. He's like, yo, keep this up. Mm-hmm. It's, you're going to get booked. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Say less, bro. Keep, apply the pressure, mm-hmm. put it in the work, have my fans putting in the work with me, mm-hmm. and... Boom, I ended up booked for that shit. So that show was so crazy. I got a custom outfit made. I had this like custom skirt yeah, that I was bro, wearing. That shit was looking fire. Yeah, I ain't gonna find that shit. I, had, like, this, I was going for the like schoolgirl aesthetic mm. on some shit. Mm. So it's like I had the skirt, Stan Smith, some high sco- socks, and like a button down shirt. Mm-hmm. It was so fire. That night was actually crazy as fuck, too. I'm gonna get to that after. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm gonna get to that after. The rock star part really came in afterwards. When you're on stage and stuff, do you feel nervous? But like before getting on, do you feel nervous or like you're already like, okay, dude, I gotta get this shit done? Like, nah, it's like, it's just like, I go into every show. Like, some people get nervous, but mm-hmm. for me, it's just like performing is so natural for me mm-hmm. that it's like, it just feels like, it feels like I'm playing sports. Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm about to go up to do a basketball game or something. So you got, you like, so you got adrenaline pumping in you. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's just like a rush. Like it feels like, it literally feels like the closest I could describe that to is literally like doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Like performing feels like doing drugs for me. So like, would you say, would you say crowd surfing is, is like up there for you with your goals? I have yet to crowd surf. So that's, that, that's your goal. Definitely on the like goals list, but I'm a big ass nigga. So it's like, <laughs> niggas better like, catch your like, ass. I'm going to need all the strong, the strongest, <laughs> my strongest fans in the front of the crowd for me to crowd surf. Oh, I'm damn. what, 210 pounds? Like, so what's, so what's um some other goals performance wise that you want to accomplish? Check off your um, list. My biggest goal right now is opening, at least opening 
in front of a crowd, mm-hmm. opening or headlining in front of a crowd of 3,000 people. God, that's my, that's my, it's like, possible, main, my brother, that's man. like, yo, hell yeah, hell yeah. That's like one of my main goals right now mm-hmm. is like a crowd of two to 3,000 people. Mm-hmm. Like, just like that would be like, a sold out motherfucking venue. Sold out, packed out, three thousand people in the venue. Like that's like my next. That's what I'm headed for, and I'm planning on doing that sometime next year. Next year, like sometime next year, mm. because it's like to date now, my biggest show is probably a thousand people. Mm. So it's like times that by three wouldn't be too hard. Just Hell yeah, do it the right way. Most deaf. And the new year's coming up, so music oh, wise, yeah. what's your what? What are your resolutions music wise? Like dropping the music. Yeah, I'm working, well, it's going to be, see, I'm going to drop, like, probably two, three singles next year, Mm -hmm. like, two, three heavy hitter singles. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of features coming from me next year, because I've already been doing a lot of features now, Mm -hmm. but my main big project isn't coming till 2023. And why is that? You want you trying to wait? Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a twenty two song long project. Like that's like twenty two song long project with like like skits. How how many features? Um, there's probably only gonna be like five or six. Most of that project is gonna be just me because it's really just like this is like this is gonna be my first like studio album. So it's Mm. like. I got to make sure that like I'm represented to the best of my ability and quality wise got to be got to be up there. Yeah, type shit like it has to be up there. Like this album is going to be the thing that really like sets off my career Mm -hmm. where it's like people are going to hear me like really hear me for Mm -hmm. the first time. And it's like, yeah, like Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that so much. I got some features coming along the way, like just hit the studio with um. Tommy LaFleur, mm. and I just hit the studio with D. Cyrus. Mm, my boy uh, D. Cyrus, both got, nice. like, both got fire songs with them right now that's yeah. sitting in the vault. Uh, yeah, it's that's just crazy. crazy right now. Talk to me about, um, about, about, about TBA and shit. I see you got a tattoo on your neck. Oh, right yeah. Here. Oh, yeah, the mark. Explain that to the motherfuckers that don't know about TBA. Oh, yeah, TBA. so I run a cult. <laughs> a cult, motherfucker. That's like the shortest way to explain that. I run a uh-huh. cult. I started a cult when I was 16 mm-hmm. with um, eight of my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, in college? Uh, no, when I was in high school. High okay. School. Uh, yeah, so at 16, started a cult with eight of my friends. Mm-hmm. We were just like, everybody is like, we all did some form of art. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, the name came from, like, TVA, the vulgar artists. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we've just been building up from there to, it's like, we're almost at 100 members now. Ooh. Like, over four years, there's, we're almost at 100 members. Mm-hmm. And everybody's, like, working behind the scenes to, like, effectively, you know, create our art and go new places mm-hmm. like it's just been a crazy ass journey and adventure on some shit like mm. i never i mean part of me knew that tva was gonna get this far but for it to get this far is like wow mm. like oh shit yeah are we gonna expect the tva tape tva tape Ooh, mm, i'm gonna know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> be silent on that one because because <laughs> I'm like, eh, you know, niggas is working on it. Niggas is Dead working ass. on it. That's some Dead real ass. shit to work on right now. Dead like, ass. Definitely, like, potentially coming soon. That's potentially a fact. coming soon. So, as a rock star, right, mm-hmm. and as a fashion model, what are your inspirations fashion-wise? Prince. Uh, Prince? Yeah, I could, I, could, I could say that off the top of my head. Um, music-wise... Not exactly music, like my sound, Mm -hmm. but like just like my direct creative ability. Mm -hmm. And like, I really look up to Prince. Like, Mm -hmm. I really look up to Prince. Why is that? He was an innovator. Like, that man was like, Prince, first of all, Prince is a real nigga, by the way. Mm -hmm. I view Prince as the realest of real niggas. 
Prince was the type of nigga to fuck your bitch in an outfit out of her closet. Oh, like, shit. Like, that's Prince. Like, Prince is a real nigga. Like, fucking steal her makeup and shit. <laughs> right, type shit. Prince was just, like, a real person. Like, mm. as an artist, like, everyone respected Prince because it's like, this is fucking Prince. And he was free. This is Prince. Like, Prince is a free person. Yeah. And he's also not the type to, like, lie to niggas. Like, mm. If he don't fuck with your shit, he's gonna tell you he don't mm. fuck with your shit. That's exactly how I am. Like you think, if I don't you fuck think, with your shit, I'm gonna tell you that. You think him and Michael Jackson are the same, or Prince's was more, more like a, I don't give a fuck attitude. I feel like I feel like Prince was like the I don't give a fuck attitude, and Michael Jackson was like the professional. Mm. Like it's like it's like there's two distinct pathways you can take, mm. right? You have Michael Jackson where it's like. Michael Jackson started music from, like, really young. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if Prince started music from really young, too. But Michael Jackson started music from really young, learned how to do the music, learned how to do the dance, and he took a very professional route towards becoming a star. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> His father played a big part to that, yeah. too, though. Michael Jackson was, like, a personality. Like, mm-hmm. this is, like, he's, like, like, he's probably, like, the blueprint for a lot of what like how to make a legend. The Beyonce's, the Chris Brown's. Yeah, like Michael Jackson is like blueprint. This is how you make a legend. That's a fact because like this is how you make a legend. Previously before he was Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, he was in a Jackson five. Yeah. And his father and everyone realized that he was the star. Yeah, this is the star right here. Out of like, all his brothers, he was the star. Yeah, like type of shit. Michael Jackson is a cookie cutter you can follow to become a star. You may not reach his level because yeah. there's no outdoing the doer, but Michael Jackson is definitely like cookie cutter this is how you become a star mm. um prince is just like prince is just a fucking rock star like prince <laughs> yeah. is just a fucking rock star yeah. like prince is just like nigga i'm prince nigga prince changed his name to a fucking symbol like who does that like who does that that was like Wait, the original move yeah bro his original his wow. like legal name was um like the symbol for prince like he changed hey, no, but what's the name before that though? I don't remember. Probably some I don't some remember. regular shit. It's probably some regular shit. But it was John, like, <laughs> some shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like Prince is just like legendary. Like, mm. oh my gosh. Like, I will never get over like Prince's influence. Like, I view like a linear path. Like, I, like in my mind, a lot of music artists, mm-hmm. like older days music artists have like a linear sort of like path Mm -hmm. that comes down from them in a sense where it's like these are the next incarnations of them yo like little wayne young thug yeah uzi that type of thing yeah i view like i view like the next incarnation of prince in my mind is uzi uzi i view Mm. i definitely view like not in like and people always when they hear that they take that as like you're, oh, are you trying to say Prince is as good as Uzi? Nah. Are you trying to say Uzi is as good as Prince? It's the style, the are you aesthetic. trying to like their direct personality as mm. a music artist mm. is very, very similar. Like their energy as a music artist is extremely similar. Mm. Like Uzi's on that same like rock star. I don't give a fuck. Flamboyant like outfits. I do. Yeah. yeah, type shit. Me, I hope that that is like the family tree that my career falls mm-hmm. into. Not for like, a fact. I hope it's like the family tree that my career falls into. I don't know if it will be because I can't decide that, mm-hmm. but like, I hope that's the family tree that my career falls into. Because think about it, B, like a lot of these artists nowadays, they either want to sound like K-Flock, B-Love, or just make your music. Your music is very different. Yeah. Explain to me your music in, in one sentence. Um, Experimental. 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 That's mm-hmm. the best way I could put it. Because 
the way that I make my music is just by experimenting. I just go in the studio and I do a whole bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. And like, I have my engineer sit there and we talk about like everything and get it sort of like every time I record a song, the best way to describe getting from the like me recording to mm -hmm. the final product mm -hmm. is literally like solving a puzzle. Mm -hmm. Like it's like I record so many different vocal layers, so many different effects that I want to put on a song, so many different things that it's like each song becomes its own puzzle to solve. Mm -hmm. okay. And the final product that everyone hears is when I've already solved that mm -hmm. puzzle. Like it's like creating puzzles for myself that I have to solve. Mm -hmm. It's like it's a really beautiful thing. It's like I allow myself so much room to experiment and grow and like allow my music to sound very different from other people because I don't want to fall into mm -hmm. like the same categories as other people oh. with their music. It's like it's the same thing as like Prince where it's mm -hmm. like Prince created his music to be his own category. Mm -hmm. Uzi after him, Uzi creates his own music and own sound to like nobody sounds like Uzi. And the people who do sound like Uzi, it's because they're trying to mimic Uzi. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. it's like... You notice the difference. Yeah, you know the difference. It's like, you could tell like a nigga who sounds like Uzi because that's just how he sounds and a nigga who sounds like Uzi because he probably look up to Uzi. Mm -hmm. A lot of people also don't realize that like to look up to these music artists and to want to be like these music artists is to want to stand on your own. Mm -hmm. Like... Prince got to being Prince not by wanting to be like someone else, but by wanting to be himself. Mm -hmm. Uzi got to where Uzi is not by wanting to be like someone else, but by wanting to be himself. Correct. And me, I'm getting to where I'm going, not because I want to be like Uzi or Prince, but because I want to be myself. Mm -hmm. Because I look up to Uzi and Prince and due to that, mm -hmm. like, I see that these are two niggas who got as far as they can because they're themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's the same way I want to do my career where it's like, I just want to be myself and get to where I'm already mm -hmm. headed. Do you ever get caught up in saying, okay, I wish I, my song was as good as this other person's song? Not really. Mm. Not really. Cause it's like, my music is very like out of the general category of what other people are doing. Correct. And it's like, I'm someone who can very much so like take inspiration from other music artists, mm. like see what they're doing and then be like, I want to incorporate part of that. Mm. like, And it's like, whenever I hear a song that I would, even in my own standpoint, view as better than one of my songs, it's not really a damn jealousy thing. It's mm. more like a damn, let me hit the studio because now I got to make something better than that. Yeah, it's like a competition It's like a <laughs> yeah, competition I get, thing. Yeah, I get competitive. I'm a real competitive ass nigga. Like, mm. anybody who knows me knows, like, I am competitive. Mm. I like to compete, like... And I'm not like the per like people want to compete with me. I'm telling them like, yo, like I'm I don't stop till I win. Like mm -hmm. I don't know how to stop till I win. And it's like not like a unfair competitor either because it's like I genuinely enjoy competition. Competition mm -hmm. is how people get better. Mm -hmm. Like I just like to improve and I like mm -hmm. to compete and improve. Like mm -hmm. my main goal in life is to be number one. Mm -hmm. So it's like I have to be competitive if I want to be number one. But where do you think that comes from, though, that competitive aspect to it? Uh, me? Yeah. Personally, it comes from my pops. Wow. Yeah, my dad is like, that's like a competitive ass nigga. Like, mm. my dad is like state champion wrestler, oh, fucking like. Don't fuck with him, y'all. Like, basketball <laughs> player, trophies all over the house. Mm. Like, So seeing that, it's like, okay, I got to be number one. I can't, I can't set yeah, up a mess. Yeah, uh, like, I got a lot of, like, genetic pride in a sense where it's like, my dad has instilled in me that I have to be the better version of him. Mm -hmm. And like my son after me will be the better version of me. 
That's how you, that's like, how you gotta do like, it. It's just like a progressive thing. Generational like, thing. Yeah, my yeah. dad's like competitive nature rubbed off on me so much that it's like I have I like I feel like at parts of my life I almost feel like I'm competing with my dad. As you should it's though. Like, like, it's like it's like I gotta be better than this thing. Bro, my dad has a holiday in his name in Brooklyn. Really? Yeah, bro. Lying. Like I'm so dead ass. What? You could Google it. Rudy Daily Day. That's like, crazy, nigga. On some I'm shit. telling my job that I gotta right, I gotta yeah, call bro, off that like, day. <laughs> man, um, fucking De Blasio literally had a plaque delivered to um his last birthday. I think it was either De Blasio or Cuomo. Can't remember. Had a plaque that's delivered to my dad man. to award him a holiday. That's crazy. That's so it's crazy. like that's like what I'm competing against. Like nah, that's, that's what crazy. I'm competing against. Like I'm competing then against my father who literally has a holiday. Like, as you should do. I feel like I gotta get a fucking countrywide holiday now. Seeing that, like, seeing that, seeing your father do that or receive that plaque is like, okay, oh shit, I gotta at that age, I gotta do something better or or even more. Yeah, better. I have to surpass that. Like, yeah. I have to surpass that because it's like mentally, my dad is very also big on like treating our family as like royalty. Like mm-hmm. he gives each of us like nicknames to like royal um positions, mm-hmm. and it's like. That is, it's so instilled in us that we have to be better than everyone else mm-hmm. just because we are better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like a energy that like is, it's so important to like all of my siblings, like me and all of my siblings. We're just like, we have to win. Mm-hmm. Like we have to win. We are better than everyone else. And as such, we should be having the positions that says we're better than everyone else. So you think that's a mindset to have? In a in 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 today's world, because sometimes you got to look at okay, boom, I can have this this narcissistic mindset, but mm-hmm. sometimes I gotta feel for others. Oh, definitely. I'm I'm the person where it's like I'm better than everyone else, mm. so anyone around me has to also be better than everyone mm. else. So, so it's to uplift, basically. Yeah, like I'm I'm narcissistic, mm. definitely. But also, all of my friends will say that I also make them end up narcissistic mm. because it's like I'm so infatuated with myself and, and in should. love with myself mm. that it's like, I and I tell and I'm a really supportive person too. So it's like my friends will be there and like they'll downplay themselves and I'm here uplifting the fuck out of myself. Mm. I'm like, my nigga, look at you. You're fucking uh, amazing. What's wrong with you? Like, yeah, I like see, I'm I that see. type of person. So I it's like all it of is. my friends eventually end up with the same fucking like god complex that i have because they're just like i have to be better than everyone else cause because Nova says so a lot of a lot of people deal with securities and they have a low what's that word i'm looking for a low ego mm-hmm. or or self-esteem they have yeah. they have zero self-esteem yeah insecurities like crazy the ego is so I've adopted a lot of friends who were like before we were friends they were definitely like low ego like low self-esteem people and it's just like if i see somebody who i'm like they have a lot of potential to like become like a better version of themselves mm-hmm. it's like i love like taking those people under my wing because it's like i just generally love seeing people improve mm-hmm. like it's like i've had friends who it's like before we were friends they were like they were like shy they wouldn't like they wouldn't express themselves mm-hmm. they wouldn't want to talk to people and then after our friendship like really kicked off now they're just like star of the room mm-hmm. like they like shine anywhere they are mm-hmm. and like that growth is so important to me like mm-hmm. it's like it's a very important thing that i feel like a lot of people don't get to experience that's true a lot of people get stuck in the insecurity part of their life and let that prolong 
Well, everyone I feel like has insecurities. I do. Yeah, I feel like does. I feel like everyone does. Everyone has like something but they're insecure about. It's the point where you gotta instill in yourself. Okay, I am great. I gotta be better. I gotta improve every single day instead of staying stagnant and being that person that has low self esteem because that will make you depressed. It it can it will make you depressed if you feel like okay I'm I'm shit I'm nothing. And, and in contrast, you saying okay, I'm great, and it's good that your father instilled that in y'all, saying mm-hmm. okay, y'all got to be great, y'all got to make sure that you are the best, and you can be the best as long as you work hard towards it. Type shit. That's a great mindset to have for me. But was there ever a point in time where you realized, okay, although my father is saying this to me and saying this to us, which is your siblings, mm-hmm. I, I still feel low. I still feel. I still feel like sad or. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Because there's also definitely been points in my life where, like, my dad has definitely not seen me at my best. Mm. It's like what my dad attributes to success is different from me. And that's where, Mm. like, there's a large difference. Because it's like my dad's life path was teacher, kids, family, business person, politics. Mm. So it's like my dad is like, politics business education all those things mm-hmm. me i'm over here like business but then it's like music entertainment mm-hmm. like rock star mm-hmm. all of those things mm-hmm. so it's like it's two very different life paths mm-hmm. and the only points where we can like really like see each other connect. Mm-hmm. is like on the business scale mm-hmm. so it's like when we're talking business i can he can like help me there but then there's definitely large points in time where it's like there's such a huge disconnect that it's like we can't effectively communicate. Mm. And it's like there's definitely like it's like there's it's been there's been such blurred lines mm. in communication when it comes to me and my pops. Mm. So emotionally, yeah. how do you let off that emotion through music or just through talking to people that you that you deem as a close friend or do you just let it like rock out when you're being alone? I, I sort of like I'm. I'd say I like to let it rock out. Mm-hmm. I like to let it rock out. Like I'll I'll get to writing, make some music, but oftentimes I just let my mind sort of like sit on things and like dwell on things till it's like like I like to hyper focus on shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like like my last breakup ended the relationship and for a good month mm-hmm. I just let my mind hyper focus on it. Where it's like, but I did, just like thought about the whole entire relationship, processed my emotions of the relationship and allowed myself to like eventually let it go. That's good. By like, literally, I wasn't thinking about anything else, but like that relationship for that whole entire month. And that healing was needed though, right? Yeah, it's, it's needed because a lot of people just stuff things down and they Ooh. don't like let their mind deal with it. Like, I like to experience my emotions mm-hmm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. And then once they're gone, I just let them go. Okay, so you're saying that like holding in your emotions and like acting like everything is fine isn't isn't healthy. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I, for example, like moving inside to cut you off. Moving in, mm-hmm. like for example, like say you had a relationship for a year, mm-hmm. and then you break up with that person, and a month after you just with somebody else, but you're still feeling that that hurt. That's negative. That's yeah. that's a bad thing. You gotta let that shit process out. Like you're saying, type shit. I hopscotch. <laughs> I'm a hopscotch player, but it's because of my ability to like hyper focus mm-hmm. on a breakup. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I'll be in a relationship, boom, we break up, I'm in a relationship like a month later. Mm. But I'm in a relationship a month later because two weeks after we broke up, I've already allowed myself to heal. Two weeks after that, I've already met somebody where I'm like, nah, I'll fuck with you. 
I so fuck with you. So you really think about what happened, what went wrong in the relationship within that point in time? Yeah, I I, I get over shit quick. Like, I can move like this. Why I'm is that, though? Is that, is that like an overthinking thing? Or is it yeah. like... Yeah. But I mean, overthinking can be negative. It can be a bad thing, though, because mm-hmm. you can overthink and then it can lead you to insanity. Not literally insanity, but you can be like, okay, I can't. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. For me, I've like weaponized my overthinking, where it's like I can allow myself to overthink myself out of a situation. Where it's like. Explain that to me. I sort of like rationalize everything. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, like, you know how some people will like over rationalize everything, where it's like they like emotionally, they can't really like get hit too hard because like their Mm. brain automatically rationalizes everything it's Mm. sort of like that but it's like it's like it's a good like i don't know how to describe it that's the best way i can describe it say say right okay say you're in a relationship with this girl right Mm -hmm. and she is obviously playing both sides she's saying that she's oh yeah i'm for you 100 but then she's talking to someone else but she doesn't tell you anything and you find that for yourself by them you know just literally seeing them in person kissing them or not right uh-huh. boom how would you react in, in that in that I moment wouldn't. i wouldn't that's the thing how, that's like, the, because of like overthinking and over rationalizing things i wouldn't react because it's like, like, well, like i'd automatically expect first of all here's a general rule for life and here's how you avoid yourself getting played automatically assume every single woman you are talking to is talking to three niggas oh shit. every single time and that's how you'll save yourself. But Automatically, that, that's a assume. bad thing, though. B. No, it's not because no, it's, it's like you're. Because think about it. You're putting. We, are, we outside. We single. Mm-hmm. We single. My yeah, fault to yeah, cut you off. By yeah. the way, we single. Niggas is talking to multiple bitches. I'm not gonna sit here until you tell a girl, and I respect women for this as well. Mm-hmm. Until a nigga tells you that he's taking you serious, you have no reason. That's true. To that's true. Cut all your niggas off. That's like true. you have no reason. Hold up, I'm actually about to go live right now. Uh huh. What I was saying, what I was saying, is like, you never know. Like, what if, like, what if you're not talking to anyone else, right? Mm-hmm. And you're fully together with this person, right? Yeah. What if you put up this, this, this block in your head, like, okay, I'm gonna assume this person is talking to someone else. That's that's kind of a bad thing. Cause I I used to go through that when I was with this girl, right? I'm going to shit go live. When I was with this girl, right, I was like, okay, this this girl's obviously cheated on me. Mm-hmm. And I had this mindset all the time that she was cheating on me, fucking other niggas. I used to go to sleep, have a dream, and it'd be like, her fucking another nigga. Oh, my God. But really, nah, but, I'd be tight. But really it, it wasn't like that. It was my mind playing tricks on me. So I feel mm-hmm. like what you're saying, okay. I generally have a hard time trusting bitches. Yeah. Because... I just have a hard time trusting bitches. Like, yeah. I haven't been in so many situations where it's like, Damn, I could make this girl my girlfriend because I trust her. Yeah. No, I'll probably meet one shorty a year where I'm like, ah, I really like you. Shorty. Yeah. Like, especially in New York. Hey, especially shit, in New bro, York, bro. You're not going to find love in New York. I That's don't know. Fact. Like, somebody needs to, like, like do a PSA on that mm-hmm. when niggas are in, like, elementary school or mm-hmm. some shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're not going to find love in New York, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, that shit is so crazy to me. It's a lot of nigga bitches out here that will treat you like a, like a, like a actual nigga. For me? Yeah, bro. No, <laughs> New York City women was good, are B. men. New York City women See, are I, men. But that's bro. the but that's a good way. That's a good thing because you know there's a lot of creeps out here. For me, Type so shit. a lot of girls gotta have that persona like, okay, I'm gonna fuck your shit up because niggas gonna take that. Niggas gonna think that oh he little little girly girl. For me, trying to do some shit, God forbid. But I'm saying like, yeah, type shit. They gotta have that 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 mentality. Tight. I think this year mm-hmm. I caught feelings for one shorty. One. Why? One. Why is that? I caught feelings heavy. I was like, I was geeked. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was, I was definitely geeked. I was, I was acting 
retarded. You know when you like a shorty so much, you start yeah. acting like stupid. Yeah. Like I was acting Acting goofy, retarded. Bro. I caught Explain feelings for me. her just off of straight vibes. Like it was like, like I met her, I met her fucking what pride of um this year. Like on some random shit. Oh, like, shit I even go. I, so interact, I, go. I interact with people all the time. Like I'm the first person. Like if I see a shorty, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, you're attractive. Mm-hmm. I fuck with you. Let me get your Instagram." Da da da. I do mm-hmm. that interaction all the time. It's mm-hmm. like textbook regular interaction for me. Yeah. But when I interacted with her for it some reason, I wanted to text her, and I'm texting her and I'm talking to her every single day. And like me and her are still friends now, actually. Like. So what happened though? Like, did y'all not work out? Or oh yeah, she just wasn't like. Like, for her, it was like she was just looking for friendship, in a mm. sense. Mm. And me, I'm not really interested in a relationship either. Like, mm. I'm not looking for a relationship. Mm. But it's like, if I like you, but you genuinely only view me as, like, a friend. Mm. You gotta respect not, it. There's nothing I can do about that. Yeah, you gotta like, respect like, it. As a person, she's still a very, like, cool person. It's mm. like, we still, like, talk every day. Like, mm. hang out sometimes and shit. But mm. it's like, you know, this is just that's like the homegirl now. Like, that's mm. just my homegirl now. But, you know, it's just like, damn. <laughs> kind of wish that she was yes a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. It's like, yo, she matched my vibe well. Mm-hmm. Our, like, sense of comedy is about the same. It's oh, like, that's the... Vibes was the, matching. That's the she was best thing, well. my boy. If your comedy is up so, to my shit... How y'all doing? Shit. What's good, y'all? What's, What's good, y'all? Rain cast for me. But explain to me your craziest, like, party experience. Like My craziest party yeah. experience... A bitch flashed her titties. You lying. I'm so dead ass. I'm so dead ass. I'm so dead ass. I'm so dead ass. What happened? She was like, she came up to me. She was like, Speak hey. To the mic a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, got you. So she was like, hi, I'm a fan of you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool. Already knew the interaction was about to be weird because for some reason, my, like, <laughs> most of my fan base is women. Like, wow. when, like, I was looking at the algorithm with my manager and shit, mm-hmm. it's like 70% of my fan base is women. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good. That's a good thing. To I have. don't know why, but women, I love y'all. I really do. I really do. But y'all be doing the most peculiar. So explain shit to me what happened when y'all the, are a the fan of a nigga, bro. So it's like she was like, she was like, "Hi, um, I'm a big ass fan of you." Mm-hmm. She's like talking to me about my music, talking to me about TikToks and shit. I'm like, okay, 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 mm-hmm. it's cool. We're talking. I'm having a conversation with her. Then she's like starting to. She's like, "Oh my god, he's so cute." She started touching up on oh, me and shit. shit. I'm like, "Oh my god, here oh we my go. god, here we go." Anybody who knows me knows that like physical touch is my love language. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I don't like when people like touch me. Like I really don't. Like I don't like when people like touch me without like me saying it's okay for them to touch mm. me. So she's like doing all of that, and I'm like, <laughs> "Get the fuck off of me!" Mm-hmm. And so conversation's over and then she's like wait before you go can i show you my boobs boobies <laughs> i was like what she's like can i show you my boobs i'm like no she flashes me anyways well, I was it, was like, a, it was a big joint some yeah it shit. was a big joint so i was like oh. she said Rah. She's like, oh. i was like oh my god i ain't gonna front thing i'd have been like oh the nah, bro, i just i i i was just Mind blown, mind <laughs> blown, completely B. Bro, that was like my first time dealing with some shit like that. I've had like I had to lie to a girl and tell her I got a girlfriend the other day. I don't think that's a crazy experience though. I seen you had a fight fully at a party before. Oh yeah, I had to drag a nigga around the four corners of a fucking party because he Bro, hit my homegirl. What home the girl. fuck happened? Oh, that I, I, I was he wrong. hit my homegirl. So it was like it oh. was like it was up. It's like I don't play by my homegirls. Mm-hmm. So it's like he hit my homegirl and she was instantly like, "Yo, that nigga just hit me." I'm like, "Who?" Pointed him out. I just. Ran and hit that. That's crazy. Just beat his ass in that function. 
Niggas at parties don't know how to fucking like keep their hands to themselves. Type shit. Niggas be doing too much. Man, that's a fact. Niggas be doing way too much and for no reason because it's like for what? For what? What was the highlights of this year for you? Because I feel like this year was a, a oddly good year for some reason. Nah, this year was definitely a good year. This year was definitely a good year. Highlights of this year was yeah. like, um, you got any parties this weekend? Yes, on Friday. Um, yeah, so highlight of this year. Oh, going back to talking about the Hell on Earth show. That, that night was active. That night was active. As I had said earlier in the interview that I was going to spin around and talk about that again. Yeah. But, um... That night after the show, mm-hmm. I was there with this shorty, right? Mm-hmm. Me and shorty dip off. Mind you, remember, I was wearing a skirt. Yeah. I was wearing a skirt. That shorty fucking flipped up my skirt in her car. You lying. We fucked <laughs> in her car while I had a skirt on. She flipped up the skirt. I was like, nah, this is, this is, this is, that was one of the definite highlights of 2021, my, my nigga. 2021. Bitches was a flipping up skirts year. now. Bitches nigga. is flipping up skirts, bro. I was like, Nah, that's I must be front. nice. I ain't gonna front. Nah, dude. that shit was crazy. Um, what's another highlight of this year? Uh, definitely like some of the fights I've gotten into just because they were mad fun. Yeah. They were mad fun. Um, I went to Jamaica this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been in dumb long, so it was nice to visit my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole bunch of things. Like all the shows I've done this year are definitely all highlights. Like, every single one was amazing. Mm. But, yeah, it's just, like, this whole year has really been a movie. Mm. Like, I was actually, like, today, um, <clears throat> this morning when I first woke up, I was, like, making a TikTok of just, like, mad memories of, like, this whole entire year. Like, a highlight. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, when I was actually looking at it, it was just, like, wow. Like. You did so much. I did so much. Like, in just the span of 365 days. Well, 300 and what? What's today? 17th? No, wow. The 22nd. The 22nd. There's 365 days. We got what? Nine days left. Nine days left. So in 356 days. Mm -hmm. No. This nigga good at math. Yeah, 356 days. I've experienced so much. Like, my life has been a roller coaster. And really, my year... year, Really, my year started... Mm -hmm. Like May when I got out of my last relationship, whereas like so basically the first free. mm -hmm. It's like the first four months of the year I was basically in a relationship, barely going outside, and then May I'm in a relationship and it's like wow. Mm. May I'm out of a relationship and it's like wow, like there's I'm doing so much shit. Endless possibilities type shit. Yeah, I feel you, gang. What are your um next tattoos you gonna get? Um, my next tattoo is going to be, I'm getting all of my current tattoos on my body mirrored. So like every single tattoo that I have now, like this snake, if you can see it, mm, fire. this and this, I'm getting all of them mirrored. Well, this one I'm getting completed. What do you mean though mirrored? Like, okay. So this is going to be here in red. This oh. is going to be here in red. Oh. This is half of a tattoo. So you're going to finish that tattoo? Yeah, this is, well, it's half of a tattoo because someone else has the other side. Oh, it was a matching tattoo yeah. type of thing. Okay, like yeah. a necklace. Yeah, so I'm getting what they have. I'm getting that on the other side. And they're getting red. it on the other side, too. No, me and that person don't talk anymore. Oh, shit. So well, it's like, I'm just completing the tattoo because I yeah. don't have, like, a matching tattoo with yeah. that person anymore. I mean, shit, I got about two matching No, nah, I got three, actually. But one was my sister. But um, <clears throat> explain to me the underground scene for New York. I feel like that's a crazy, 
a crazy thing. The current underground scene for New York is so hectic. Mm-hmm. It is nothing short of a movie. Oh, I think I opened something on my shirt by accident. You good? Yeah. The underground scene for this year has been nothing short of a movie. Uh-huh. Cause it's like, bro, like the amount of shit that niggas have done this year mm-hmm. is just insane. Like the best way to describe the scene, it's just been a lot of like I don't even know. It's just like there's so many like different groups doing things right now. Bro, I feel like, like I, I seen I seen like hood niggas fucking moshing. Yeah, bro. Party. Bro, I was like, bro, what New the York City, fuck? New York City is the only New York City is here's why I love New York City. Here's what the main reason why I love New York City. Tim, what's up? You could find niggas woo walking. Yo, word to my dad. And mind you now, y'all niggas call it getting sturdy. Tired the niggas who do that. It is woo walk. Nah, I feel like squirrel walk, woo walk. Nah, I all feel these like types of things. The act of woo walking and shit is getting sturdy. Like you that nigga is a sturdy nigga. Yeah. But the, the nah, dance is a woo walk. Yeah. yeah. You can catch niggas getting sturdy to rave music. Dead ass. Like, bro, you, you hear, nigga like this. And niggas are, hey, like, what the fuck? Bro, that is, like, such a powerful part of New York City culture. That's a fact. Because you really cannot find that anywhere. That's a fact. Like, where are you going to see niggas fucking, like, like, to fucking Skrillex? Dead ass, B. Bro, and I feel like out of town, people look at New Yorkers, like, like the golden egg to how to be because our accents all of that shit is like so prominent you feel me like everyone wants to be a new yorker yeah everybody wants to be from new york that everybody ass. wants to be from new york and, and anyone who says that they don't want to be from new york a liar. they're a liar they're yeah. a liar niggas want to be from new york like niggas will literally fucking grow up in like what's a random ass state that no fucking one cares arkansas. about fucking minnesota arkansas niggas grow up in arkansas niggas <laughs> grow up in arkansas a small ass town in arkansas and then they decide like i'm gonna move to new york city i'm gonna go to nyu i'm gonna go to parsons i'm gonna go to pace and then they move to new york city and they pretend like they're a new yorker oh my god a chopped cheese oh my, oh my god. god a chopped cheese oh my, my god my dirty air force ones oh my god nah, nah, nah. <laughs> church, church, church. where to my tens like yo that ass be oh my god <laughs> yo Facts. Facts. <laughs> and like, there's so many people who just want to be from New York City. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. I'd want to be from New York City too if I was in New York City. I'd be tight as fuck if I fucking lived in Nevada. I mean, I mean, nah, Nevada got nah, Vegas. Nah, if I was from Vegas. Nah, that's different. Nah, that's different. Niggas <laughs> getting active in Vegas. No. Niggas get active. All my fucking, homies from Vegas, some niggas get active. If I lived in Oregon, I want to live in New York. I want to be I'd want to live in New York. Like, I know niggas who literally come from, like, lit-ass states. Like, they be from ATL, Chicago, and they still want to be from New York. Yeah. Just because it's like, New York is just that vibe. Like It's the aura. We're the one place where it's like, you get all of America in one That's place. That's a fact. What's the most New York shit you ever seen before? New York shit i ever seen. You the know that big-ass rat oh. in the costume? Oh, You know yeah. the big-ass rat in the costume? That's the most oh. New York shit I've ever seen. I saw that nigga walking with Tim's on. And either him or seeing Spider-Cuz... Oh, Two, like, New York City legends. Yo. Him and Spider-Cuz, for real. Like, you're not from New York if you don't know who Spider-Cuz is. That's crazy. If you've never seen that rat, um, you're not from Brooklyn if you've never seen the big-ass blue van with all the lights on it. Only, oh, niggas yeah. from, only niggas from Brooklyn know what I'm talking about. Literally, only niggas from Brooklyn know what I'm talking about. The big-ass blue van with all Yo. the lights on it, niggas forever ba- blasting mad dance hall and shit. Yo. You gotta be from Brooklyn to know that shit. And, like, yo. You have to be. I think this is a Crown Heist thing, though, or a Starbush thing. You remember that? You know that nigga that be on fucking, um, on East of Park with the flag and shit? 
Yeah. Yo, yeah, who the fuck exactly. is that nigga? Who the fuck is that? I want to interview that nigga, bro. Who, <laughs> who, who dad There's is that? There's so many deep memories in New York City that it's like, if you're from New York City, you simply know these things exist. <laughs> that has been. Like, you simply know of these things. Like, yeah. what's another random New York City thing? Oh, wait. Actually, another topic what? that I want to get on. What's up? I'm so happy for whoever burned the fucking tree down. Yo, who the fuck <laughs> did that, that nigga shit? burned the tree down. Was it a homeless nigga? I yeah, think it was so. a homeless nigga, bro. You know how angry you got to be at all the couples to yeah. burn that tree down, bro? I want to know what the fuck was going through his mind. Nigga Personally, said... I'm happy for him. I'm wow. happy for him because I wanted to do the same thing. Niggas are arson. I was getting tired. The fucking arson, I was getting arson, tired y'all. of seeing all them couples, bro. Why are you jealous? You jelly? Yes. <laughs> Why the fuck you jelly for, nigga? Why are niggas happy? I hate that shit. Like, I bank talked like two bitches right now. Huh? 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 Ex- huh? Fucking exactly, <laughs> nigga. Act like you don't know I don't shit. I talk to nobody. I you're a liar. Nah, I talk to nobody. Nah, that's so cap. you're so you're a free spirit, right? See I exactly. Little, I got a little. You got a little, little boot thing on the side. Feel me? I got a little DJ Academics. I don't fuck. With, I don't. I don't listen to nothing that nigga gotta say. Wow. Like I'm not gonna let. I would never in my whole entire life let DJ Academics G check me. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like like. Who academics disrespects and doesn't disrespect doesn't really show much on the person he's disrespecting or not disrespecting. Mm-hmm. It just shows some shit on academics. Because mm-hmm. academics is a bitch. Like, that nigga's a bitch. I feel like, like he and is, I'll say that. Like, I, I before like my a, career even gets man. big, before my career even gets big, because I know it will, mm-hmm. academics is a bitch. Like, mm-hmm. he hides behind the numbers. Like, even when fucking um, Vic Mensa was going off on his ass, mm-hmm. like, he called him a bitch. And yeah. academics did nothing about that. But then, yeah. like, in an interview where you're doing an interview with women, oh, and a woman going crazy that. with you, I see you that. barking and acting crazy with those women. It's I like, mean, he don't be having the energy for the right people. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, like, niggas put a battery in his back. As a grown-ass man, you don't let yourself get bitched on your own yeah. show. He hides behind the numbers, behind the money, behind connections. Like, he just hides behind that shit. Because it's like, at the end of the day, nigga, what are you without this shit? Yeah. Like, what, like... Yeah. Like a lot of these rappers who are coming at him without the money, without the fame, without they're still real niggas, and that's what matters at the end of the day. Some there's some, some. rappers out there that portray this gangster image when they're in oh, actuality. Oh, when I when I say when I say real nigga, I don't mean gangster. Like oh, you mean like a, a down to earth, like like a, like a down to earth real person. Yeah, like a real nigga to me is somebody who keeps it genuine. Yeah, and it's like there's not a lot of niggas like that. There's yeah, I understand. Not, it's not like. Like people just don't like to keep. It so genuine. you feel like, like academics? Real you think you feel like academics lies a little bit, or does keep it genuine to a point where he's like, he, I he, don't think exactly he lies. I think that like who academics is on the mic mm-hmm. is a personality, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's him as a person. Mm-hmm. And but when you're at such a high level of fame, the problem that comes in is that like, like me, I'm Nova Kemi, mm-hmm. but I'm also Nova Yalat. Mm-hmm. It's like like you got like my name mm-hmm. and then you got this rock star personality. Mm-hmm. The rock star personality is like like that's what people are going to see me as because they don't know who Nova Yalad is. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like I have to make sure that I establish that these are two separate people, but these are the same person. Like this okay. is a personality. Mm-hmm. This is me. Mm-hmm. But they're both still, you know, mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. with academics. It's like academics has fallen in love with being DJ academics. Mm-hmm. So like, we don't know who the fuck. I don't even know the nigga's real name. We don't even Living know who the fuck. Some shit. Yeah. 
We don't know Jamaican who the real <laughs> him is. Yeah, we don't know who the real him is. We just know DJ Academics, mm-hmm. but DJ Academics ain't him. That's a personality. Yeah. yeah. So it's like there's such yeah. a big disconnect. Yeah. It's like, and that's one of one of the main reasons why he be getting G checked, and then a certain nigga will G check him, and the real him, yeah, which is not as like bold mm. as DJ Academics comes out, and that's mm. why he's moving like that. Because, like, when Vic Mensa was talking to him, he was like his this. personality wasn't academics. Yeah. His personality was whoever it is behind he academics. Was like, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, yo, you're a bitch. Yeah, okay, okay. But then when he was the bitches, yeah. he was like, you a bitch ass bitch. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he getting crazy with the women, and it's like. Because, you know, bitches don't really do shit to him. Like, if a bitch hit him, okay, cool. But if if, if some nigga really hit him, like, he's not going to be like. Yeah, bro, nigga. That's like, crazy. That's crazy. A lot of these niggas in the industry is honestly like that. Like, they let people put a battery in their back. Mm-hmm. Like, they let people, like, hype them up. Like, it's like, they don't be genuine. Like, yeah. they don't want to, like, like be yourself. Do you like, feel like there's a lot of, like, weirdness going on in the industry about, like, about the things artists do to gain success? 100%. Like, explain, like, what, what do you believe? Like, like, what do you think goes on? In the industry. Just a lot of, like, fuckery. Like, the music industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. But the fuckery happens because when you got that much money, people lose sight of who they are as people. Like, their personality becomes sellable. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can sell your real Whoa. personality to become That's this crazy, person. That's crazy, bro. Like, I never thought about it like that. Continue. Yeah, the idea of like selling your soul, mm-hmm. it's not as linear as people think it is. Mm-hmm. It's like what really happens is a lot of these music artists, like they have their original personality. They have mm-hmm. who they are as a person mm-hmm. and they get signed to a label because of their musical talent or even just vocal talent. Mm-hmm. And then the music label is like, okay, <clears throat> this is you. Mm-hmm. This is you. Mm-hmm. Like, this is you. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, okay. We fuck with your sound. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to create a personality for you around that sound. Mm-hmm. And as such, their original personality, they is stripped away. And they tell them, like, you have to uh, act like this. You have to do this. You have this. to do this. You have to respond to certain things like this. Your emotional reaction should be like this. Like, they build them a character. Oh. And then, like, their original personality is erased. And now they're that character. Mm. So then, like. That's like the equivalent of basically selling your soul in the industry because it's like you now become this character. That's how the industry introduces you to everyone else, that character. So then they give you this character. You're making so much money as this character that now your actual personality really gets erased because you're making so much money being this person that they just don't want to be the regular person. You don't want to be yourself anymore. And then you fall in love with being this other person. And then once this other person is so deeply rooted in you, that's when the industry has you. That's when they have you. Because at that point, they've literally made you. Like, they made you. Like, you're a puppet on strings. That's fucking crazy. it's like, shit, that's exactly how shit be happening. That's why a lot of these niggas, like, the industry lets them go and they literally lose their minds. Because the whole personality that the industry just gifted for them and built up for them can also be taken away. Mm. And once that's taken away, who are you? Mm. Yeah. Mm. You think an artist can recover from that or no? Um, 
yeah, there's definitely been artists who've re- definitely recovered from that. Definitely. Like, it's definitely possible to recover from it. It's just finding the original you. Mm-hmm. Like, um, a good example of this, honestly, is Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Explain Nicki that. Minaj. Explain it. Nicki Minaj, when she first started her music, she was one way. Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj was that regular degular bitch from Queens. Mm-hmm. She was a fire-ass rapper, still a fire-ass rapper, by the way, who... Spits her bars, does her fucking thing, does what exactly what she needed to do. Mm-hmm. She got heavily involved into the industry, mm-hmm. and then they gave her the personality Harajuku Barbie. Where it's the like, fuck is that? I never you don't remember like her like the crazy outfits, the Roman, yeah, yeah, like the crazy outfits, the huge like crazy hair, Wait, crazy like all that shit. Like, I remember there's a point in time when she were she remember the, when she was doing all the crazy outfits, all the crazy looks and shit. Like, yeah, but her I, personality was very like pop star music artist. Like that was like a whole era, like I the remember, Nickelodeon era type shit. Yeah, yeah, okay, now. Nah, like nah, that nah, whole yeah. that was that was like her like moment where they were like, okay, we're gonna give you this look. We're gonna you're gonna act like this for Colorful a while. Hair. Yeah, but oh. for Nikki, Nikki's a smart ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Nikki's a smart ass bitch. Mm-hmm. So Nikki literally took that little personality that they gave her, mm-hmm. used it, got to the top of the fucking rap game. Mm-hmm. Like it's Queen. That's Queen right there. Like that's, that's Queen of the rap game right there. She got there. And then she said, all right, fuck all this shit. Literally just threw all that but, shit away or, and took like tiny pieces of it, mm-hmm. kept that with her original rap personality, mm-hmm. mixed it together, and now we have modern day Nicki Minaj. So you think- was that personality that the industry gave mm-hmm. her and the original Nicki Minaj in one person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's brazy. So you feel like as an artist, it is necessary to have a personality with your music or just be a real self? Because what you're saying, right? Like, even me, mm-hmm. even me, like, Nova Kemi is a personality. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, like, I, on all of my, on every caption on every single social media I have, mm-hmm. it says, I don't exist. Mm-hmm. Because I want people to understand that, like, who you see as Nova Akemi mm-hmm. is a personality. So, like, what's the real Nova? Me. Nova Kemi is the real you. No. It is, but it's not. It's okay. like, Nova Yalad is the real me. Okay. Where it's like, that's me. That's like, it's like the nigga who comes from Brooklyn, like, yeah. like regular, like I do like calm shit. I'd be fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then Nova's like the rock star rager, fucking mm-hmm. mad bitches mm-hmm. doing drugs and doing crazy shit. I understand. Both of them are still me because mm-hmm. I'd be still doing the shit that Nova Akemi does. Mm-hmm. But Nova Yalad is also me. Mm-hmm. It's like, as a music artist, the most important thing is to not lose sight of both. Mm-hmm. Like, to be Nova Akemi is to also be Nova Yalad. And to be Nova Yalad is to be Nova It's Akemi. like a yin and yang thing. Yeah, it's like, a like I can't exist without either of them. Honestly. Because it's like, I'd lose my own mind if I tried to be Nova Akemi for too long. Mm-hmm. And I'd lose my mind if I tried to be Nova Yalad. Okay, so long. boom, when it comes down to it, right? And mm-hmm. when you're at the pedestal where you're, where you're in front of millions of people and millions of fans, who do you want to present to the world first? Like, who would you rather, if it comes down to it, you got to stick to one. Nova Kemi or Nova Yalad? Ugh, that's a hard question. Because my main goal in life is to, at some point, hit a point where they are the same person. Mm-hmm. Like... It fuses into one. Like, the way that, like, Nicki Minaj now nearing the, like, not end of her career, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, like, when you've already... Like, she's had her legendary run already. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now we can look at her whole entire track record and Nicki Minaj of today is, like, that's Onika. But yeah. that's also Nicki Minaj. Oh, like, shit, like she's yeah. one person. 
Like, that fusion is really, like, where every music artist should be aiming to. Mm. And it's, like, for me, I don't exactly want to be Nova Kemi alone, and I don't want to be Nova Yalad alone. Mm. At some point in my career, I want, like, these are one person. Like, mm. aspects of Nova Kemi is within me. Nova mm. Yalad is also within mm-hmm. me. And it's, like, those personalities combining and connecting is what I want to present to the world. Mm. So do you feel like that helped with your music and helped with the process of creation of music? Oh, definitely. Because you could differentiate. You could be like, okay, boom. Today I want to be a, today I want to be a rager, or today I want to be in my bag. Yeah. You could choose which personality to bring to the to the to the stew. Yeah, definitely, mm. wholeheartedly, definitely, mm. definitely. It's so, very important. What would you tell artists nowadays growing up, like that are confused with what path to take musically? Like what you just said, like you got to have mm-hmm. a different personality to present to people and. What would you say to artists that are or don't know how to? Like, I don't know how to explain that. Like, don't know how to create this personality for themselves musically. Um, I'd say just like literally, I view the music artist personality that is created as all of everything. It's like taking away your inhibitions, mm-hmm. which is the main reason why being a music artist is actually very dangerous mm-hmm. because. <coughs> To live the music artist lifestyle or like the rock star lifestyle, you remove your inhibitions. Mm-hmm. Like you remove like, like I got lost in being Nova Kemi once, mm-hmm. I, one time in my whole entire Explain life. Explain it to me. I, there was like a month long period. It happened this year actually. Hold on. So, like, this year, I had a moment where I was, like, I just spent a whole month mm-hmm. being Nova Akemi. Mm-hmm. And it was the most fun I've had, but also probably the closest to death I've ever gotten. How? Explain Like, I was doing things that was, like, Nova Yalad wouldn't do this shit. Like, he's, like, Nova Yad is, like, calm, business-oriented, like they're about their money, mm-hmm. they do all the like, like they know their limits, they know when to stop, they know when to go. Mm-hmm. Nova Kemi is like, I don't give a fuck about shit. I'm about to wild the fuck out and mm-hmm. do what the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. I love getting like that. Mm-hmm. I love. But the problem is when you spend a really long time like that, mm-hmm. your ability to like know when to stop mm-hmm. go 
goes downhill. Mm. I spent that whole month just like drunk as fuck every day, high as fuck every day, mm. having sex mm. every single day, like doing mad wild shit, mm-hmm. putting myself into dangerous ass situations just to like be Nova Kenny. Mm. And it was like I sort of almost lost myself. Mm. Like it was like So 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 that's an alter ego for you then. Yeah, basically. it's like after that month I was I sort of had to sit down and be like who the fuck am I? Mm. Like, who am I? Like, is have you ever experienced ego death? Um, yeah, mm. yeah, once. So you feel like that plays a part into into Nova Kenny's story? Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely. It's like I had to hit a point of like zero mm-hmm. almost, where it's like I had to like sort of erase everything and build myself back up again. Mm-hmm. And I've had to do that a lot of times in my life. Mm-hmm. But like the most recent time I've done it is definitely like the best I've ever done it. Mm. Like, building myself back up to the point where it's like, now Nova Akemi and Novi Alad are getting really close to being one person. Mm-hmm. Like, I they're getting that. so close to being one person. Because it's like, now it's like, I can almost, like, flip a switch mm-hmm. between them. Mm-hmm. Which means I'm getting really close to just being able to be both at the same time. Mm. Like, I have my moments where I'm like, flip, okay, I need to be Novi Alad right now. Mm. Um, And I'm calm. And then flip, I have to be Nova Kemi right now, and boom, I'm a rock star. Mm-hmm. Like that. So you feel like you feel like musically, uh, m- music aside, where did that alter ego come from? Mm, that's a good question. I feel like it just came from like needing a personality that could like do exactly what I needed to do, mm-hmm. which was become legendary at music. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm still working towards that. And Nova Kemi was the personality that got birth. Mm-hmm. because of that like mm-hmm. i just like what are like the personality traits that i need who do i need to be as a person mm-hmm. what do i need to accomplish my goals mm-hmm. and i sat on that so long that like the personality of nova akemi mm-hmm. just formed like yeah. it just like came boom. to fruition that's yeah. crazy my b so you feel like you feel like from what your dad explained to you and like you got to be the best that that also came into came yeah into definitely because like like as Nova Yalad, mm-hmm. um, the need to win is still very prevalent, mm-hmm. but it's so much heavier as Nova Akemi. Like, Nova Akemi, that nigga loves to win. Mm-hmm. That nigga loves to win. Like, mm-hmm. is obsessed mm-hmm. with winning. Like, uh, I love winning. Mm-hmm. Like, I love winning. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh my gosh. Like, every time I win, it's like getting high. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh my, I feel like I just did a line of coke or something. <laughs> like, it just victory. Like, that's literally <laughs> what it feels like. That's crazy. That's a great analogy. A great example, I should say. So, um, when you get to that point where you're meeting with label executives mm-hmm. and you're at the point where you, okay, I can see a future in just sitting back and selling my music, would you rather stay independent and, and just work on your, your crap yourself or would you want to sell your personality, not in a selling your soul way, but just like, you know, market yourself as Nova Akemi. Would you would you want to stay independent or would you want to go forth with the record label's decision? Well, the thing is, <clears throat> um, I've definitely realized that, like, to an extent, mm-hmm. to get as far as I want to be in the music industry, mm-hmm. I will eventually have to sign, mm-hmm. like, that deal. Like, mm-hmm. I will have to, like... like in some way, shape, like a in publishing some ways, deal. Yeah, a distribution deal. Like in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. once I get to a certain level, I'll hit a barrier. Mm-hmm. And to pass that barrier, mm-hmm. the key to that is signing. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm prepared for that. Not but scared. I'm also like, 
Not exactly. Mm. Because I also know that it's eventually going to come. Like, I'm eventually going to hit that moment where I'm like, I cannot go any farther. I have to sign this deal. Mm. But, like, until I hit that moment, I'm rocking it out independent. Because Mm -hmm. independent is the way to go. Because... I don't want to, I also don't want to sign too soon Mm -hmm. where it's like, I need to make sure that when I'm signing this deal, Mm -hmm. it is simply because I have maxed out everything that I can do as an independent music artist. Mm -hmm. And now I need the next level of industry connections Mm -hmm. to hit mainstream and then boom, number one. Mm -hmm. What is one thing you're scared of? Deep down inside. Love. Love? (laughs) I'm so scared of love. Because I'm heavy on the controlling my own emotions, controlling who I am as a person, controlling Mm -hmm. my mind state, Mm -hmm. controlling myself. Mm -hmm. Love is the only emotion I have seen in my history of myself Mm -hmm. that I cannot control. Why? Like, I become a different person. Like, Out of love? Yeah. It's just like, I'll just like, I'll change. And it's like, that is like, it's my one big fear. Cause it's like, it's the same reason why I had to end our last relationship because the love that I had for her got in the way of my love for music. Mm. It's like romantic love is the only thing that gets in the way of music for me. Mm. Like, because there's been so many times where I've had to pick music over my relationship Mm. because I knew that music my love for music was losing to my love for the relationship Mm. and i can't let music lose because i have really big dreams and aspirations with this shit will there be a time where it balances out where is love and music on the same level plane or no um hmm i've gotten close i've gotten close but it's just like uh like it's uh uh (laughs) even thinking about it it's just like love is just so complicated right, so how about lust you think do you think lust is equivalent to love oh definitely you? not definitely not because but that's also because like i'm i can easily separate the physical aspect mm-hmm. of like lust and like having sex to mm-hmm. like a relationship mm-hmm. and like romantics where mm-hmm. it's like i've been in situations where it's like like i can combine them mm-hmm. where it's like love becomes like lust and love become like sort of one thing mm-hmm. but lust in and of itself isn't exactly important to me in the relationship sense like Mm -hmm. yes actually no that's cap it is very important to me but i can i can exist in lust Mm -hmm. with or without love Mm -hmm. but i can't exist in love with or without lust honestly i don't know if that makes sense like it's like lust in and of itself isn't exactly like you know something that i can't control Mm -hmm. but i still need it okay yeah, I would I would agree. I feel like lust is a big part in a relationship. Yeah, but it can't, it can't Anyone who tells it. you sex doesn't matter, they're lying. Lies. They're lying. Because what if like you married a nigga before having sex and his dick game is whack? Oh, you're yeah, tight. yeah. I'd, I'd be pissed. Personally. I'd be fucking fest. Um, whenever a girl's like, girl's like, oh, um, sex doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Yeah, it do. Yes, it does. It do. You're lying. Lies. Because... Yeah, you're lying. Like, there's unless you're literally asexual or a fucking Mormon or a fucking Mormon. (laughs) Well, Mormons have that whole like um, I forgot what they call it. The fucking uh, they call it soaking. Mormons have soaking. Soaking what? (laughs) Hold on, I'm gonna explain that. I'm gonna explain that. A category in fucking Pornhub. Mormons have soaking. Um, but uh, 
Unless you're literally asexual, sex is very important. Well, no. Like, Tell me, what the fuck is... No, 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 no. What the important. fuck is soaking, bro? Soaking? Yes. Oh, my God. It's... <laughs> this is what I mean by, like, I've, I've, I've lived a life and a half. Um, soaking is when two Mormons... Oh, my God. Two Mormons... Uh, <laughs> a man and a woman Mormon... Do, trying to do the uh, birds and the bees without doing the birds and the bees. So, they lay down on top of each other. Uh-huh. The man... Mm-hmm. Like shorty, you know, coochie, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man puts dick inside uh-huh. and they don't move. They don't move. They don't move. They don't move. They just stay there. They just stay there. Then they have a third party, one of their friends, um, jump up and down on the bed to get their bodies to move. But they're not moving, so technically they're still virgins. That's soaking. Nah. <laughs> I've lived a life and a half. Yeah. So when I talk about you soaked before? No, I haven't. Yes, no, the I fuck haven't. you. Yeah. Nah, I've been the third he person. He was a nigga jump on the <laughs> Yeah, I was the third person, though. Yeah. <laughs> what the I fuck? I have Mormon friends. I'm a I'm a I'm, religiously I identify as a Satanist. But I did encourage wait. my Mormon friends to like wait. do a little so wait, 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 wait. So so you've jumped on the bed. Yeah, like, I was people I was the nigga jumping. Like I was there like being the and, supporter. And the nigga was just like there laying like this. Yeah, they were just laying there. And this was when I was in, I think I was in, where was I? I was either, I was, was I in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I was in Pennsylvania. This is after high school. Yeah, this is after high school. This, this was like around college time. Niggas is like in college, like geeking, like traveling. It's like ended up in like a mini Mormon town. Met Niggas some friends. Niggas just sit still like, and just, they just. Yeah, like, bro, they just. So what the fuck? They look each other in the eyes or they just Yeah, like, they're just there. They like just this nigga like yeah bro they just there vibing they just there vibing and I just had to like jump, jump up and down the on the bed no socks or just like with no shoes no nah, it doesn't matter I don't oh. think it matters but I I'm, had socks on so like, until the nigga nut yeah either that or like when shorty's like coochie you know gets like a dry yeah. so how long is this whole process we were doing this shit for about 15 minutes 15, and then he nutted minutes. nah and then she we were just he just stopped. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I couldn't do this. Bro, I but I like, had me jumping up and down for dumb long. I was like, bro, I can't do this. Like, oh, shit. I right, boom. I heard you say something, though. I heard that you said that you identify as a Satanist. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, Explain that to me. Uh, Levarian, uh, Levian Satanist. What is that? Um, It's like atheism with extra steps. So, um, um, instead of like regular Christianity where they believe that like the devil's super evil, instead we view him as like a good representation of like, I guess, intelligence mm-hmm. and like humanity's like curios- curiosity mm-hmm. where it's like, mm, it's a lot to explain. Yeah. Like even like the morals mm-hmm. of like Satanism is very different mm-hmm. from like Christian Christianity. Personally, I believe that they're better. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we don't believe in like hitting children. Um, a random rule of Satanism is like, uh, if somebody comes into your house mm-hmm. and disrespects your house, mm-hmm. tell them to leave. Mm-hmm. If they don't leave, destroy them. That is literally what the rule is. Destroy them as in like kill them or just like fuck like them up. Just destroy them. However you see destroy it. Destroy them. Or like, um, don't uh impose on someone else's like personal space and physical rights. Mm. Like that's talking about like sexual assault and all those things or like even just general boundaries. Because when people think about Satanism, they mm-hmm. immediately think it's like Yeah, it's very it sounds very taboo, devil. which is the the point of the name. Like so, it's but, but do, to do you taboo. like worship like do you no. like pray to? No. So what it's, form of practice it's more so like viewing him as like an idol of like understanding that your human indulgences are okay mm-hmm. like we're human beings mm-hmm. like 
the concept of like Christianity is very like we have this strict moral code that you must follow. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is absolutely out of what your normal human um wants and needs mm-hmm. are, but you must stick to it because that is what to do and follow God. Mm-hmm. Satanism is like Nigga, we're human beings. Just be a decent fucking person and do what the fuck you want. But be a decent person is like mm. the really important part. It's like be curious, be intelligent, understand where you are, understand yourself as a person, mm. respect other people while also enjoying your own human existence. Mm. It's like you can indulge, but indulge safely and do it without hurting everyone around you. Mm. So some of the negatives people say about Satanism is... Uh, Satan like through music mm-hmm. invites people to his like oh yeah that's um, another type of Satanism them niggas over there they wilding over there they wilding <laughs> so, over there so but how do Those you ain't my peoples them, them how do you view God huh? how do you, how do you view God in in the aspect of of, of what you... um I mean my religious beliefs are also complicated because I also do like I do identify as a Satanist but like mm-hmm. I also have like a lot of like <clears throat> other r- religious views mm-hmm. where it's like. Like, God-wise, I don't really believe in, like, the idea of one person who Being is a God. God. Mm-hmm. Instead, I believe in, like, the universe itself mm-hmm. is, like, the commander of our existence. Like, mm-hmm. we simply exist inside of the universe, and that, like, is subjective to change. Mm-hmm. Like, the um the universe itself just, like, sort of, like, guides everything going on. Like, that's why I heavily believe in, like, manifestation, like, cheat codes to life, like, all those kind of things because mm. the universe in and of itself is sort of like one big ass video game mm. in my mind. At what point, at what age did you become a Satanist? Around the time that I started music. So I'd say about 16. 16. A lot of my life like kicked in at 16. But music and Satanism comes hand in hand though, I feel like. Yeah, it's For example, oh, definitely. Cardi, would you believe he's a Satanist or? I believe Cardi is probably, probably highly likely that he may be a satanist mm-hmm. um i also just believe that like i think that cardi just has like an ethereal energy mm-hmm. like cardi's like like cardi has such a heavy influence you know it's like even listening to his music like if you're in most of these people you're watching this mm-hmm. after like corona so mm-hmm. unless you're like heavily involved in the new york city underground scene or the party scene of wherever you're from mm-hmm. you don't really go outside that often um, in a party, you hear Playboy Cardi. I don't know what it is Niggas about crazy. those drums, his voice, the scream. Too much. Yeah, it's just like you just want to like get up and start moving your body in any possible way you can. Yeah. And there's just like this energy to his music that's just like. Like yo, it's it's almost like mind control on some yo, shit. Yo, but it's that, like that could be like, a negative thing though because not, yeah, it could, it could be. be, it could be, but it's like it's just like like I don't know. It's just like every time I listen to Playboy Cardi's music, I want to move in the most free way possible. Like I just want to be a free person. Yeah, and Levian Satanism, one of the main principles is that freedom, like mm-hmm. you know that freeness of like experience yourself as like a person. Mm-hmm. So it's like potentially could line up but you like no one ever knows cardi could probably a faith be a faithful fucking catholic no nah, i doubt that really shit demonic music or, like, or, it could, or it could be a personality that yeah. the label created yeah exactly exactly like 
like the real Cardi could probably be like some like super Christian, probably see him with the Bible and shit. Nah, I doubt and it. Then, like he plays the part too fucking. Yeah, he plays real. that shit well. He like, shit but his well. influence, like you said, is crazy. Like he got everyone posing all crazy and shit. Bro, Cardi, influence. Cardi is the next father of the new generation. Like, like him and Uzi are like. Nah, I feel like, like I feel like he's a past Uzi right now. Right now, yeah, right now, influent, influentially, like okay, it's like it's literally like Michael Jackson and Prince. Mm-hmm. Like every generation had their Michael Jackson and Prince mm-hmm. duo, mm-hmm. where it's like Michael Jackson. Oh my gosh, and people are gonna be so alarmed by this statement, but like the like the um influence on direct music artists and people is sort of similar to how Prince is, mm-hmm. uh, not Prince, um, Playboy Cardi and Michael. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Michael Jackson created a personality mm-hmm. for people to follow. That's going back to like the cookie cutter thing, where it's oh, like, like yeah. the God complex that like you know, yeah, the way that is an idol, yeah, like that image that Michael Jackson created. A lot of people who came the generation after Michael mm-hmm. wanted to follow that image. Mm-hmm. So then Playboy Cardi now, Playboy Cardi's influence is like he makes this one type of music, these one types of music. And he dresses a certain way, he acts a certain way, he looks a certain way, and people see that, and now you have this huge influx of just a whole bunch of people who are like, I want to be like Playboy Cardi. Mm -hmm. Just like older generations would be like, I want to be fucking Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Like, whereas like Prince, Prince existed being himself, but he didn't really create like people who wanted to be Prince, he created... Like, he literally just created, like, a generation of people who were just more open with themselves. Mm. Like, metrosexuality started popping off after Prince. Mm. And then after that, you have Uzi, who's, like, now there's so many more people who are, like, more open to their flamboyantness. They're Mm. more open to, like, themselves Mm. because of Uzi. Mm. And it's, like, sort of, like, the same influences. It's, like, Playboy Cardi and Michael Jackson were, like, printers where they created copies of themselves. Where it's like people wanted to be a copy of Playboy, people wanted to be a copy of Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uzi and Prince are sort of like wave starters. Mm-hmm. Where it's like now you have this influx of people who want to like sort of like just experience life in the way that they're they're experiencing mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And Prince and my um Prince and Uzi are both very similar mm-hmm. in the flamboyantness, the like rock star, like all that stuff. But what if that was a personality that was created by the industry? It could be possible, but there there's benefits to that. Mm. Like, you know, like Prince was very helpful and like honestly, I'm a I'm a faithful believer that like a lot of LGBTQ rights mm. got pushed a lot farther because of Prince. Like Prince's openness to be himself mm-hmm. allowed like a community to be born that was like, Hey, uh, it's okay to be gay. They thought it was gay. <laughs> but nah, like I feel you in, even though Prince is like to public knowledge a straight man I don't know what his sexuality I, nah, I is I feel like I feel like Prince I feel like he probably was like either bi or pansexual yeah, yeah. in mind like that's what I think yeah. but it's just like even that was just like it allowed like people to just be more open you know yo and Dennis Rodman too yeah, Dennis Rodman no, he is was heavily, for that shit. He heavily was really, influential. Like heavily. I feel like, like niggas don't even know about that shit before. He was really like, you know, the the headliners for that shit. For me, like being free and whatnot mm-hmm. type of shit. Yo, we went for mad long. It's three thousand seconds, my nigga. Oh, that's crazy. How yeah. long is that? I have no idea. Three thousand seconds you came, in you came minutes. Fifty minutes. So we going we going for about an hour now. Yeah, about an hour. I think we should wrap it up now though. Here on front. 
Mm-hmm. All right, gang. So, um, yeah. One last question. I know I said it last time. Yeah. Top five artists right now. Top five. Um, number one, myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Georgia Smith. Mm-hmm. Number three, Cody Shane. Mm-hmm. Number four, Baby Santana. Mm-hmm. Number five. Mm. Prince. Um, mm-mm. I wouldn't rank Prince in my top five because Prince, like he, he just he couldn't be ranked with them. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even view him on the same scale mm-hmm. as like even me and like the other three artists I've named so far. Mm-hmm. I'd say um number five would probably be uh uh this is actually a very hard question. Dun, um, dun, let me dun. see. Probably. D Cyrus. D Cyrus. D Cyrus. Mm. Definitely. TVA member legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super talented. That's like one person where it's like I know them personally, but I'm also a fan of their music. Mm. Yeah. That's what's up, my G. Hey man, thank you so much for popping out to yeah, the podcast, totally. my boy. For me. We're doing this again soon. For me. Check out his music. Yeah. His Instagram will be linked below in the description as well as his SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, all that. For me. And it's been your boy Rain. And I love you guys. Love you guys so me. much. Yes, Sirski. Uh,